Let's begin now. I woke up this morning and I said, you know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look. Oh, 
some more, baby. Come on, don't let me down, don't let me down, don't let me down, don't let me down. Damn! I don't need this today. I don't need this today. Come on. I've got to be at work. Come on. Lord, help me. Please, Lord, help me. Please, 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 please. please. We like the U in the 80s Back to back, set a track Hit the lick, get it back Get the trick, jump the track Bitch, I want my money back Time and time again While I'm sipping on this gin Al Davis said it best Just win, baby, win All I do is win, win, win No matter what Got money on my mind I can never get it up And every time I step up in the building Everybody hands go up And they stay there
You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Hello, friends. Today is the day. Ah, uh, the 86th playing of the Masters. I played the All I Can Do Is Win song for one man and one man only. A man who's taking a stroll through those pine trees as we speak. Getting ready to tee off at 10.04. And I'm talking about the one and only Tiger Woods. Now I'm going to be in a shit mood today. I, I'm just telling you right now. I can't hear out of my damn left ear. I got it clogged. I tried to suck it all out this morning. Can't get it all sucked out. So I can only hear out of my right ear. So uh, it's going to bug me. I'm going to take care of it at some point. I need to get a plunger or something. I hate fucking this shit. Ah, but hey, it's my dilemma. It's what I have to live with. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Yes, today is Masters Thursday. Also, also, I have not forgot. No, 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 my friends. Today is also another very, very important day. Today... Opening day! Now, tomorrow will be more opening day for me because the Rangers actually open. Because those jackholes in Canada cannot open. There you go. God dang Toronto. Nobody wants to open in Toronto. Come on. This is America's pastime. Every game played on opening day should be on American soil. For the love of God. I'm letting my xenophobia run over into my sports now, too. By the way, the Masters is underway. They had a 30-minute delay this morning for rain. Uh, Yes, I have been watching coverage. I got to see Jack Nicklaus finally tee off. God damn. I thought he was slow before. Jesus. It was him, Gary Player, and Tom Watson hitting these ceremonial first shots. Uh, Guido. <laughs> this guy's name is Guido Migalazoe. Migalazoe. Guido Migalazoe is your leader right now at two under par through three holes. Boy, nobody better. They better not get close to that motherfucker. Somebody, somebody will wind up with a caddy head in their fucking bed tomorrow. Hey, Guido, you lose. <laughs> I mean, that to me is just funny. A guy named Guido leading <laughs> leading the Masters. Uh, oh, we, we have coverage? We have the Italian coverage right now of the Masters. Uh, scusi. Babba-da-boopy. There it is. Babba-da-boopy. Man, that'd be tough to watch sports over there if that was the coverage. Jesus. Congratulations to Guido, though, 
for leading right now. Ooh, Fred Couples is even through three holes. Oh, Freddie. I, 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 would, I, would, I would cry like a baby if Fred Couples won this tournament. I mean, I'd probably cry if Tiger won too, but not like Fred. I mean, Fred, Fred's swing is just so butter. Oh, my God. I hope in my afterlife I have a swing half as good as Fred Couples. Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we? First one here today is Battleborn. Good morning, Battleborn in Nebraska. Happy Friday Eve, everyone. I hope you have a good day. I saw right before that was you're out. I have posted. I'm sorry it took me a day to post it. I have posted on the Arnie State Show page on uh, on Facebook, and I think it'll transfer over to Mixer, and I put the video up there of the dog rescue uh, that, that you're out is working with down in South Texas now. And then she sent me another text. Uh, let's see. Uh, one dog delivered, two more to go. That's awesome. So they've got one delivered, and all the all the info is right there that you can check it out. <laughs> Jesus, Andrew, the text you sent me. Oh, Joe Murphy is going to be joining us today. I'm very much looking forward to it. Ratburger sent me a text. Okay, Arnie, you need to do some rap explaining for some of us. I wasn't sure who was the group was from the song going to have a good day. Found this. Please explain what alternative Southern rap is. The Nappy Roots? That that I I don't I don't know what alternative Southern rap is. I I like the Nappy Roots. They're pretty good. Stackar likes them. He says they were underrated. I I agree with that. Uh, I do not know what. Uh, maybe that's the the AI the the trap music. I guess I don't know what trap music is, but whatever. I I, I did my best at Rap Burger. It's it, it's mainly rap from Atlanta. Uh, Alicia said, oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Friday Eve says, uh, happy, or Andrew says, happy Friday Eve, y'all. Don't forget to tell everyone you know that the ass is moist. Oh, this is the moistest show on the internet, baby. You want moist, you come to this show. This show is moist, yo. We, we ain't like that, 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 uh, oh, wait, st- Stephanie sent me a text saying what, what the opposite should be. Where is that at? Uh, we, we came up with what, uh. Thirsty or crusty? Dusty. Ooh, uh, yeah, we ain't like that dusty old radio. We're, we're moist, yo. <laughs> Alicia says, happy Friday Eve, motherfuckers. Working out with the windows open to the sweet sounds of my llamas getting it on. Nature sure is beautiful. <laughs> Llama sex. Llama sex on the Arnie State Show. There's no topic we won't touch. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. Yesterday was crazy, and I missed the show. Glad to be back. Glad to have you back, buddy. Hangtown Jen, good morning to you. Uh, Jen, this is an old, oldie but goodie. This is the old reach-around explained. On the website en.wiktionary.org, they say, reach-around. Manual stimulation of a sexual partner's genitals during anal or vaginal intercourse from behind. There you go. See, so I guess a guy could give a chick a reach-around. There you go. Just for you, Jen. I know. I know you can't start your day usually without them, and I, I've been. I've been on. I've been on fire this week getting them for you every day so far. I don't know if we're gonna have one tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, Christopher uh, dodging bullets down in Fresno says, "Good morning, family." Stackhouse says, "Good morning, ass family." Great way to start off the morning with some nappy roots. They were so underrated. That see, I said that. Straight fire says, "Good morning, ass wifey," and I finally caught the horribly and deadly beer flu. Oh no. No, you got you got the Rona? You got you, you got the Rona? 
damn work getting in the way of the show today. There you go. Just sit back, enjoy, get ready for the Masters. Two o'clock my time. Uh, that'll be what? Two o'clock my time? That means noon your time. Uh, so there you go. So you got to just wait till noon. Um, oh, my lucky stars. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only bratty kid. One time I put a firefly in my butthole. To make my farts glow. That's strange. But hey, good morning to you, Braddy Kid. I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Uh, Mama says happy Friday Eve. Uh, Llama's humping is funny from Straight Fire. Uh, As Dakar says, uh, anyone else knows that DJ Screamy Scream doesn't even go to the beat? I know. I hate that he's in charge of that song. The All I Do Was Win song, because I like that song. You're out. We were just talking about you. Uh, morning, ass family. Battleborn in Brass says, go Tiger. Hangtown Jen says, opening day, let's go Yankees. Uh, you know what? I got to do it. I, I, I'll, I'll do it two days in a row. Um, it is opening day. I, I, I usually start, but usually it's not. Opening day doesn't usually start on the same day as the Masters, but. Let me hear you. Go to the ball game. I just posted the video. It should be going up on all my things of Dad actually playing that, which I play, put up pretty much every year uh, on opening day. Uh, Hang down, Jen says, Dear Lord, if this season turns out to be another average one for the Yankees, I might just shit bricks. Damn, I'm a Yankees fan, and yet I'm going to be sounding like a Giants fan pretty soon. It's three and five. Three title wins in five years, damn it. Yeah, it, it, it must be tough. Because, see, we have zero titles in 50 fucking years. This is our year. I say that every year. This year, it's our year. One year, we were a strike away twice. Oh, yeah. The Rangers spent a lot of money this year. Uh, uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, and I are going to talk about Major League Baseball today. We're going to talk about the Masters. we got all kinds of stuff to talk about uh, sports-wise and life-wise. Uh, let's see. Uh, Scott says Guido has to GTL before teeing off. <laughs> yeah, he's got to look fresh out there. Uh, your out says I'm bummed that Jason Day is still having back issues. He's not playing. That sucks. Uh, thank you for that, Arnie. You uh, parched. That was the word. It is. Yeah, radio's parched, man. We're moist. Shamalama ding dong. <laughs> Sex. I bet that's moist. 
Uh, Ogre. Ogre's in the house. Buenos dias, familia. My back is finally well enough to get back to work. The meds have made me sleep half the time. Yeah. Uh, Red White says, what happened to Dave Co? I haven't seen him in a while. I have no idea. I've reached out a number of times. I don't know where Dave Co is. Dave Co's somewhere lost in the universe. I miss Dave Co. Uh, let's see. Um, yes, Ogre, you have to, when things are really, really good now, we call them moist. Like the Masters, that's the moistest tournament out there. Uh, Stackar says, what is the Masters' choice of snacks line? Uh, snacks today, it's going to be simple today. We're going to have, uh, I found some new jalapeno, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, pimento cheese. Now, see, my aunt used to make the best pimento cheese. I have the recipe. I'd rather go out and get a tub of it because making it is like $25 to make because you need a bunch of cheese. You need cheese whiz. There's a secret ingredient. And I put a little bit of the secret ingredient in my shit today. Um, you got to get sweet pickle relish and put that shit in there. She also used a, uh, a teaspoon of sugar in hers. I, that, that's too much for me. So uh, I'm just going to go pimento cheese sandwiches today. That's, that's pretty much my, my list of snacks today. And, and, yes, today is, oh, my God, today is a... Uh, uh, Bucky's yay. Bucky's yeah. Very important to get Bucky's today so I have my chewing tobacco for the weekend so I can sit back and watch Tiger win with a mouthful of snuff. But, you know, it'll be as soon as the show's over, boom, hit Bucky's, get back, make pimento cheese sandwiches, get ready for coverage of the Masters. Uh, let's see. Uh, the old reach round, you've seen <laughs> the arms on Mike. I'm pretty sure these some of these old terms were coined by uh, someone's been creeping. <laughs> uh, Battleborn gives me a thumbs up, says thank you. Wish the Dodgers would play the Rangers so I could catch a game in Texas. Who are we playing this year? Uh, hold on a second. Let me let me let me, let me look up. Uh, let me look up the Rangers schedule. I want to see what uh, National League teams we're playing this year. Regular season. Oh, we play the Dodgers. Oh wait, no, that was spring training. Twenty twenty two. Full schedule. Give me the damn full schedule. I don't give a fuck about. Uh, oh, we play the National League East this year. That sucks. God, I can't stand seeing the Cleveland logo now. I'm still going to call them the Indians, by the way. I, I hope y'all don't mind. I'm still calling them the Indians. Ooh. Uh-oh, I know of a game I want to go to. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, the Phillies. That's the game I want to go to. Me and Tommy need to go to that game. Against the Phillies on Wednesday, June 22nd, so I can yell at Bryce Harper. Oh, I want to yell obscenities at him. I don't like that guy. Moist is the new fetch. Yes. God, I love Bucky's. And no, I will never go to an Astros game. Hashtag cheaters. God bless you. You're out. You're damn right they're cheaters. Maybe next year we'll play the West again. I don't know. I hope we play the West. Yeah, you play the West. You got to come up here for a game. It would be awesome. All right, I've gotten through all the good mornings and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have this uh, video that I will put up for you. It It's not the greatest video in the world, but hey, it, it, it's a video. Just remember that. Uh, I guess this happened at some tennis tournament over in France. Um, Michael Kunam from France. 
Uh, he thought he, he he was doing his best work. How you feel some good fight, though? There he is. He's walking up. Whoa, he pulled a Will Smith. He slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. Or Ralphie Ni Alakan. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah, I put it up there. Uh, so looking at the game sketch when the Yankees, uh, it appears Camden Yards will be the closest to us. I can't say I want to see the Orioles. But I'm excited to experience the yard. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Derek says, I haven't heard Kirky say good morning yet. Oh, Corky's not here yet? Oh, okay, hold on a second here. Let me let me get that out there. This is what Astros fans will be yelling. Becca! 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 Fucking hate the Astros. God. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jen, be prepared for the humidity. You'll sweat your balls off at that game. Yeah, that one's going to be a big one there. Um... Uh, Humidity-wise. Where should I start today? Oh, we got to start with the Sacramento shooting. I, I know I know, it's not fun to talk about a Sacramento shooting, um, especially with what we found out yesterday, that the one guy who decided to make a, a Facebook Live video an hour before the shooting with the guns in his hands. They're not telling you the truth about this shooting. This was not, a lot of people are saying this is not a mass shooting. So the governor comes out, the president comes out, we got to get rid of guns, we got to sue gun manufacturers. What is it with the idiots, Joe Biden and Barack Obama, who come out and comment on cases that are happening right away? Joe Biden came out the next day and said, we need to implement new laws in place that can, that can the, the gun manufacturers can get sued, all this and that and the other, before he knew shit. Turns out the guns were stolen. What? No. Huh? you you got to be kidding me. Wait, the, the, the guns were stolen? Surprise, surprise, surprise. So, so, but wait, isn't it illegal to steal guns? Oh, my Lord. So what you're saying is that those guns were probably bought legally and then they were stolen by these guys. And one guy who has internet access, obviously. So to all these people who say black people can't vote because they don't have internet access, this motherfucker figured out how to file down a gun to make it an automatic. And they're saying that it is a gang shootout. And not just a mass shooting. Now, I understand a lot of people are going to be like, well, what's the difference? Well, there's a huge difference. Huge difference. When it's a gang shooting, we can go after the gangs and say, oh, gangs are bad. We need to, we need to throttle down the gang problem here in SAC. When it's a mass shooting, it's always the gun's fault. Oh, sure, they throw the culprit in jail and and we hate him, but it's always the gun's fault. Think about every mass shooting has never been the shooter's fault. It's the gun's fault. We look for ways to protect these shooters. The kid who walked into that church and, 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 and shot up all the black people in the church. Well, it's the gun's fault, but he was a racist too, so... How about we lead with this kid's crazy and he fucking shot up a black church? 
the idea that we're living in a country that's free right now is, is almost kind of laughable to me. Because we are free to do stuff, but they don't give us free... They have the freedom to report the truth. They don't report the truth. Ratburger sent me a text. Most of us knew it was gangbangers when it happened. The clubs where the shooting happened uh, say we, we love gangsta. For four days, we've heard ban guns, sue, and we want more money. Today, the articles on local news say we are just learning bull fucking shit. No, they... Look, this is what... Once again, this is the media, and now we have a president who's doing it, too. They're speculating on everything. Now, I know, I know. I know it wouldn't have been sexy to have, you know, who do I know that still works in in Sacramento that would cover this? Walt Gray down there. Walt Gray being at the K Street area there when the shooting happened saying, well, we don't have a lot of information at the time. We know that there were multiple shooters and heard multiple rounds go off, and we know this, that, and the other. That's boring. We ain't going to watch that. I want to hear if it's a mass shooter, if it's gang-related, whatever. You have to start speculating. And, of course, the sexy pick, and by sexy, I mean the one that gets more viewers for them, is when they say mass shooting. Damn, it doesn't fit the narrative they prefer. I know, right? What? The media not being truthful? Sounds like Alex Jones talking. <laughs> Bigot, racist, white male. <laughs> media doesn't treat black shooters the same as white. Oh, I agree with that. I. Well, this is a gang shooting. This is not a mass shooting. You said sexy and then Walt Gray. I know, right? Hey, Walt, what was it like going up against me in radio? Oh, that's right. It was terrible. Uh, band nightclubs. I mean, I did it. I did it the other day. I, I talked about this the other day. I mean, Don Imus. You're in a nightclub, for God's sake. What do you think is going to happen at a nightclub? People are drinking and doing drugs. Yeah. There are women there, and uh, and people have guns. So yeah. anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I, I mean, it, that, that's all the nightclubs. I mean, I could have said Marcus Allen, but I don't think he's going to be reporting real news. I love Mark. Don't get me wrong. Mark's great at his job, but he's the Hollywood guy. I, 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 it would bum me out too much seeing Mark have to do a coverage about people being shot. And the LA Times actually came out and they said, no, it wasn't a mass shooting. It was, it, it was, it, it was gang. It, it, it was gang shooting. So when they came out, everybody else had to kind of come out and they, oh, okay, I guess it's a gang shooting now. Uh, well, we can slow down on those laws, which they won't. But they have arrested a third person now. The two brothers and a third guy. Yeah, this is going to be, they're going to prison forever. And by the way, congratulations, Sacramento. That's a guy that you let out early. Just so you can save some money. Watch El Salvador arrest 6,000 gang members in 10 days. Hold on. A frightening image inside a prison in El Salvador, and President Nayib Bukele wants the world to see. He says it shows gang members punished and kept in crowded cells away from any sunlight since the end of March. Bukele says the food is now being rationed to two meals per day for gang members now facing harsher sentences. Yeah, I don't need to watch it anymore. I'll watch a little bit of that later. That's great. 
6,000 guys in a jail. Yikes. There's some love going on there. You know what? Uh, people are club right now, editing the shit out of it. Arnie states that Jimmy Smith Walt is sexy. That's an ego booster. <laughs> Walt's people are getting that already. He really dipped in that El Salvador. Yeah, but now six people are dead. So glad California saved that money. Los hombres malos are in el prison. No es bueno. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, all right, let's, let's go with the news of the world today. Let's see what is happening in the world today. I like this story. The guy who blew the whistle on Hunter Biden's, uh, laptop, uh, the guy who pretty much handed it over to the day, you know, to the Congress says he has 450 gigabytes of deleted material including 80,000 images and videos, and has fled to Switzerland, fearing retaliation from the White House. (laughs) guy by the name of Jax Maxey gave the Daily Mail a copy of the hard drive. Published uh, The Daily Mail published dozens of stories exposing Hunter's drug use, sex obsession, and questionable business dealings. Uh, for the past couple weeks, this guy's been hiding in Zurich. He says he intends to post them all online in a database in the coming weeks. Oh, there's more than 120,000 archived emails. He says after contacting Daily Mail last year, a black suburban SUV appeared outside of his house. Couldn't be that his neighbors bought a brand new car. There are too many judges here in Chip McCurkey who say, no, this guy with a proven criminal record can get bail. It'll all be fine. And then the piece of crap crook goes out and kills someone. Happens weekly in this hellhole that is the desert. Well, it happened in SAC, and the guy killed more than one. He killed, like, what, six? I got to say, this this whole Hunter Biden thing, we've been talking about the Hunter Biden laptop now for, what, over a year? I mean, it, it kind of surfaced near the election, and and we still don't know really what's on it. I mean, we may have seen some pictures from it. But for the love of God, let's just get it out there. I mean, if the, once again, let's play the stupid game, shall we? I know this. We played the stupid game yesterday when, when that church said they were going to get rid of all white hymns and, and white stories from the Bible for Lent. Once again, we'll play the stupid story. What would happen if they got rid of all the black stories from the Bible for Lent? So what would happen if this was Don Jr.? I, I would probably have a copy of this. This would probably be, be sold at like Tower Records like the old Pam and Tommy video was. If this was Don Jr. Hunter Biden is a scumbag. Okay? The, the, this is all you need to know. And, and you can say this about pretty much 
every presidential kid? Every presidential kid is the rich bad guy character from teen movies. You, you know what I mean? Uh, what? What? Uh, some kind of wonderful, pretty in pink, all those, where the teenagers' parents make all the money. And the teenager has the best clothes. They have the coolest car. They throw these big parties because their parents are always out of town. That's Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is the picture of rich, bad teen leading into the 20s and then 30s and then 40s and however old he is now. Hunter Hunter Biden's dad. How many... I want you to think about this. How much shit do you think Hunter got out of because of daddy? I mean, I'll I'll start back in high school even. I want to know how many things Joe Biden got his little baby boy out of. I mean, honestly, where is the media... With, with with Hunter Biden's bastard kid with his stripper that Joe won't even let into the Biden compound. Where is that? Where is investigative journalism there? Oh, if Don Jr. or Eric or Barron had a baby with a stripper, holy God in heaven. I mean... I. And, you know, here's the funniest part. Donald Trump had sex with a porn star, get raked over the coals for it, and now he's getting paid by that porn star. I don't think the word consequences is taught in the Biden household. I guess his sister got some kind of uppity job now in Washington, and everybody's kind of saying, uh... Uh, there's a little nepotism playing here. It really? Now you're going to finally call out nepotism. Finally. Awesome. What do you guys think? Ask family, I'm going to ask you the question. Will the, will, will the laptop of Hunter Biden ever surface publicly, for public consumption? Or is this going to be like the grassy knoll? Just something that we know about, but we don't really talk about it. Getting your children out of trouble all the time and not letting them deal with consequences is one of the worst things a parent can do for a child. Absolutely. You think Barry, Joe Biden, uh, let me say, what this is what I think of Joe Biden. First of all, not much. To me, when Joe Biden was married before, when his wife was killed in that car accident, and then he lose a kid, too, in the car accident. 
Joe Biden was solely married and having children to look good as a United States congressman. Come on, man. I, I know, I know, I know. Um, of course, he's not going to be home enough, and then that wife dies, and now Joe's stuck with the kids by himself, and he has to lash out and say terrible things like this. I get out of the bus, I get out of the car, and, uh, and I say, Mom, why are all those kids, it was then called colored, why are all those colored kids Jesus, in that bus? Holy shit! Because in Scranton, there weren't any. There were very few blacks. So they're not allowed to go to school. How could I be the president of the United States of America? I, I, I still don't know. I'm, I'm still waiting to find that out, Joe. Well, let's see. Um, uh, yes, I think someone leaks it. Ogre, I like this one. Depends on who controls the White House and Congress in 2024. Well, well. If that wave comes through in 2022, we might be seeing that computer a lot sooner. Uh, I say it will not be shown to the public. We can only hope that it's bad enough that people actually prosecute, or I can see this eventually leading to the downfall of the government due to loss of trust. Uh, Straight Fire says, yes, way later than it should. It'll be played out like Oak Park Hooker. Uh, see, Biden can just order the Justice Department to not investigate, kind of like Eric Holder not investigating Fast and Furious. Okay, yeah. It'll come out when there's a regime change. See, Scott, I like this. This is what I said, uh, uh, you know, right when the election was happening. I said, if Joe gets elected, the laptop will be used as a weapon. If Joe doesn't step down, if he refuses, they'll make it public. I think, th- I think that could be something. B. Coop says, I'm reading the book about the laptop, and it's interesting that Hunter got multiple multi-million dollar deals with China, Russia, and Ukraine, and all those deals stopped when Joe was no longer the VP. Boy, isn't that weird. Isn't that what we would call peculiar? Ratburger, uh, the laptop gets the same review as the Russian dossier. Did when it was given to the FBI, but the laptop will not lead to six years of counting of investigations, maybe a tax fine and a slap, and then never heard of again. Oh, I think I think they're covering this this laptop. I, I think if they actually investigate this laptop, I think a lot of bad things is going to happen. They, they will be able to tie Joe Biden into receiving money for influence while he was the vice president of the United States. Yeah, that 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 would be. I think that dances in the the treason line especially dealing with China. Uh, the laptop is available to see if you want to find if you want to find it. Uh, I can get a copy today probably. Wow, I didn't know it was that easy. Arnie, did you see how they were having to pack in gang members like sardine? Yes, I did. They don't have enough food to feed them all. They're sending tape of the of the jails out to parents of teenagers. Good. I, I think that's a, a remarkable move from the people of El Salvador. I, I can't roll my, my El Salvador like that fella did. But uh, I and, – and it looked like a lot of those gang members were MS-13 gang members down in El Salvador. I ain't got a problem with that. No, Engelbert Humperdinck died? No, no, he, he he's okay, okay. Uh, when I got arrested at 18, my pops asked if I wanted to get bailed out or have – him get me a lawyer. I told him that I wanted to get bailed out. 
Do you know what my pops did? He got me a lawyer and had the lawyer tell the judge to keep me in jail instead of releasing me on my own. I was upset at the time, but I'm thankful for my dad being hard on me as it was to face the consequences of my decisions and made me a better man. He bailed me out after two and a half weeks. Wow. Wow, boy, that's a lesson right there. You, I bet you didn't fuck up again. Wow. That's a good dad. That's tough. That is tough. And that is not Joe Biden. <laughs> Definitely not. I, I and, and I know that Joe tries to be tough. And God love him for trying to be tough. But what a jackass he is. I mean. What a stupid son of a bitch. He really is. He really, really is. Oh, man. In in a in a story that will probably surprise no one, Golly. hundreds of drug smuggling tunnels exist on the U.S. Mexico border. What? Surprise! 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 Now, please, please forgive me to all my 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 Trump friends and all my conservative friends. Um. This is why I said in 2016, yes, something should be done about the border, but a wall will not fix it. Ogre says tunnels, but 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 wall. I said it back then. I I I said to people the wall was never going to get built, and the wall has never been completed. There are parts of it up, but of course they have tunnels. You know when they say Hunter Biden. I think man child like the 2530 not a 52-year-old man, right? Um since Biden took office, there have been 2.2 million migrant encounters along the southwestern border. 2.2 million Uh, Border Security has discovered more than 230 cross-border tunnels used to smuggle drugs, weapons, and even humans. And they say they're more likely still undiscovered. Oh, you think? By the way, there's not a whole lot of ways that you can truly combat this unless you find out all the tunnels. I mean, some of these tunnels have lights, ventilation systems, railroad carts, all kinds of shit. This is what they should do when you find a tunnel. Destroy it. Throw a few hand grenades down there. Blow the shit out of it. No tunnel no more. You found 230 fucking tunnels? Well, I know we got enough dynamite to blow all that shit up. Blow it up. And yes, I already know, before anybody decides to sit down and pound the keyboards, they will rebuild. Of course they will rebuild. Nobody wants the real answers of what needs to be done. Come on. I was once against the wall, but now I feel it should be a border wall because if it helps slow immigration problem, of course it won't be unpreventable, but making it harder to get through will help. I have no problem with an idea of a wall, but to say that he's going to build a wall, it's not going to stop everything. 
I, I say it probably would stop about half of the shit now, hearing that there are over 230 different tunnels already dug in. Fill them with water, release alligators in the tunnels. That'd be awesome. We can find 1,000-year-old cities underground, but not Mexican tunnels. <laughs> you want to stop tunnels? Put down genetically engineered monsters down the straight-out horror movies. Look, look, I'm sorry, this is going to sound terrible, but this is the way you, Steven Tyler said something when he went to rehab. He said an addict will find a way to get high, no matter what. And it doesn't even, you don't, you won't even have to take one single drug. You could spin around a chair until you feel high. These cartels are the same way addicts are. Addicts ain't going anywhere. There is one way that you could really, really dent the drug problem, and it would be a problem for a while, but we don't do this kind of stuff. What you do is you go down to Mexico, because that's where the big problem is. Most of the drugs coming into America come in from Mexico. So what you do is you go in there and, well, you kill all the cartel members. Sorry, that's it. You have to destroy the cartels. That's the only way that you're going to get any sort of leg up. And then, by the way, it's still going to happen. In no ways am I leaning towards the way of legalizing it because it's still going to happen. I mean, that would be like saying, well, we might as well legalize rape because we know that's still going to happen. We should legalize murder because we know that's going to happen. No, it's still illegal. Nobody likes that solution. Oh, that you can't do that. You can't go and kill innocent. They aren't innocent people. They're in a cartel. They they know the rules. You know, Wall works for the Vatican. You know why? Because it's complete. <laughs> yes, straight fire. That's how they keep the kids in. <laughs> Look. I, I, more power to them. Build the wall. Don't build the wall. They're still going to get in. I don't think anybody's shocked. Whatever. I, I, I'm quite okay with it. Uh, Kenosha County, Wisconsin. Longtime Democratic stronghold. Wisconsin, one of those states that for some reason, I thought those were good, hardworking people up there, but they're all just a bunch of damn liberals. Wisconsin-Kenosha County executive flipped red for the first time in decades. Now, could it be because, because you know, Kenosha was where uh, our boy, the, what, what the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was? The whole Kenosha thing happened, and people wanted to defund the police, and finally people are sitting back going, yeah, I don't necessarily think that the Deborah the Democrats are doing their jobs anymore. I love it. I think this is great. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Voters elected Samantha Kirkman on April 5th. It's the first time a woman will serve in the position at the time. First time since 98 that a Republican has been elected. 
Wow. Yeah, the, the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing, that totally did. Good job, Libs, and good job, Kyle. I mean, it, it's funny. Like, I, I, I see these posts up in different places all the time about the most racist cities in America. And I know that everybody wants to say southern cities. But they gave the top ten, and, and this is based on statistics and, and, and race crime statistics and things like this. I believe Kenosha, Wisconsin was number one or number two. I think there were two cities from Wisconsin there. I think maybe the only southern city in there was Virginia because of what happened on that college campus. But everything else was in north. Boston's on there. Not just here in the South, people. Kyle is allegedly living in Reno. I've heard that. I heard that. I, I've, I've seen some, uh, some stories, and uh, there are people that didn't want to sell him a house and all this kind of bullshit. You don't want to sell him a house? Why? Well, why don't you want to sell him a house? The young man stood trial and was found not guilty by a jury of his peers. Let him go. It's over. Now, now, now! If some crazy, shitty memorabilia dealer gets one of those terrible ties that Kyle wore, and Kyle decides to storm into his hotel room and strong arm rob him, well, he'll be treated like OJ. Kyle Rittenhouse was defending himself, like it or not. Virginia, are you kidding me? I do know how to. I think that the only reason Virginia is on there is for what happened at the university. When the, when the guy ran over that chick, you know, when, when there are good people on both sides. That. And that's like a, what was that, like a five-year-old, six-year-old fucking reputation. So Rittenhouse is in Reno and Steve Austin's in Gardnerville. Make Nevada great again. I know, right? And Arnie left. No, Virginia has crime rate, especially near D.C. Yeah, that. Yeah, D.C. is the main area of it. So don't live near D.C. <laughs> if you can do anything, don't live near D.C. That's bad. Washington, D.C., bad. By the way, by the way, I was asking about the. I had this story and I didn't get. I, I didn't pull it up, and I'm sorry. Uh, going back to Hunter Biden, he's been subpoenaed. There was a motion to get him subpoenaed to testify in front of Congress, and wouldn't you know, the Democrats, Becca, Becca, have blocked it. No, no, we don't. We we don't need to see this young man. No, 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 no. Why, why is it blocked? Those who have nothing to hide, hide nothing. They refuse, uh, let's see, Democrats just denied, uh, this is the Oversight Committee of Republicans, denied our motion to subpoena Hunter Biden. They refuse to hold Hunter accountable for his shady business dealings that make us more dependent on China for renewable energy. It's past time for accountability. You think? 
why why would you why would you turn that down? Why why would you turn that down? I love that the all the illegals are getting sent to DC. Oh, Governor Wheels don't fuck around. Boy, Governor Wheels do not fuck around. And and I got to see some of that this morning, some of his press conference this morning. He goes, Well, we're just gonna put him on a bus and send him right to right to right to Washington, DC. I, I think that's a genius move. Oh, really? You you, you think that, that, Joe, you think your cock is bigger than our fucking crippled governor's cock? I don't think so. I think it's awesome. Gardnerville's my hometown. There you go, Battleborn. So is it for VQ? Okay, now we're we're in the clear uh, racist states for 2022. Include Louisiana, Georgia, no, no, Maryland, no, West Virginia, probably, Ohio, yes, Michigan, I think they had a couple cities in there, New York, uh, and Vermont. But yeah, I would say Louisiana and Georgia are okay. Maryland, you're you're tiptoeing there. West Virginia, you're you just you gotta watch out for the white trash in West Virginia. Jen, I, Jen, I need you to do something for me this weekend. Uh, you and Mike, you and need you and Mike need to find a movie. It's a documentary, and it's called "The Wonderful World of the Whites" from West Virginia. You need to watch that. Immediately, and then you'll understand West Virginia. Too bad California won't do that because our governor is a fucking cuck. Not surprised to see New York in there. Why isn't California? Cal- I, I wouldn't say that California is. The only way California is racist is towards white people. I mean, to me, it'd be one of the most racist states because it is that way. California is just lost right now. Like they, it, when when you see some of these states, you can go, okay, if they fix the racism, that state will be, it'll be, it'll be on the way up. California, there's so much shit they got to fix. The second biggest city in the state allows people to defecate and urinate on the streets. Of downtown. They allow them to shoot up on the streets. That's the second biggest city in California. The first biggest city has such a terrible homeless problem that they're robbing trains and stealing people's Amazon shit and leaving it just thrown about. Strewn about, if you will. California's got a lot more problems than racism to deal with. And you know what it all comes from? It all comes from people that just don't like hearing bad news. So you just don't give them any. You just gloss over it. Say hi to Jesco and Bernie May for me. I used Google and it came up with the World Population Review. For some reason, a TikToker showed up on my uh, uh, For You page. Whoever this guy is, he is recording the everyday life of the family of inbreds in Kentucky. It's really 
awful, but I can't stop watching. No, 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 no. That family's in West Virginia. I know the family you're talking about, the one that went to Walmart. Holy shit, I've watched that whole series. Oh, yeah, that family tree goes straight up. I've been looking for the documentary of that one. Doesn't Sam Frank give smack to the jabs uh, like he's to now? Pretty much. Um, but, yeah, so there you go. I, I believe it is West Virginia. If I, When I see the video, when I, when I scroll across it again on TikTok, uh, you're out. I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. Let's see. Uh, hold on a second here. Let me let me look it. Let me let me look it up. Uh, do you happen to remember their names? I mean, uh, let's see. Family of inbreds. The Whitakers. That's who they are. The most inbred family. This this is for <laughs> Jesus. The Whitaker family. They're considered the most infamous inbred family from odd West Virginia. Man, oh, man. Yikes, you got to check them people out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's West Virginia. Oh, I saw that, man, that shit fucking. I tell you what, if I ever saw them people in, in a Walmart shopping, that'd be like seeing a wrestler. I'm going up and getting a picture with them. I mean, because that family tree ain't got no fucking branches. That thing just goes straight the hell up. <laughs> Yike. Yikes. Oh, yeah. And they, like, they hardly communicate because, well, they're, you know, I, I guess they ate their second head. <laughs> That's fucking wrong of me to say. <laughs> Do they get a plaque for that honor? I think they, they, they might. They might get something from it. Um, I don't care about Vladimir Putin's daughters, how we're going after them now. California may empower citizens to sue over illegal firearms. Dear God, who are you going to sue? Fuck, why did I just Google them? Ooh, ooh, straight out of horror. Oh, they are. They are totally Leatherface's family. That story is moist for sure. Amen to that. Is incest legal there? I, I know the, the 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 video I told Jen to watch, they are not incestual. The the wonderful world of whites, they just like fucking oxycotton. That's all. That's their that that's their uh, that's their oxygen. Um I think these people live so remotely out in the way, and they're in their 50s and 60s. I don't know how they made it this long. I'm sure it is illegal, but how can that be allowed on TikTok and your jokes taken down? Hey, you're preaching to the choir, Jen. You're preaching to the choir. Uh, let's see, had been stolen, the homemade assault weapon a uh, father used a month ago and a few miles away to kill his three daughters. The chaperone himself unregistered. So so now you can you can sue the people that shoot you with illegal guns? 
<laughs> they just like Oxycontin. <laughs> They're not inbred. They're just rejects from a lizard man experiment, right? Uh, so, oh, okay, this is, this is a new bill that will allow, if you use a ghost gun, uh, you know, an illegal gun, there's a $10,000 civil damage for each weapon. Who's going to pay it? I, 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 mean, I mean, these guys that are going to jail now for the shooting that happened in Sacramento, I can, I can imagine that they probably do not have $10,000 between them. And they're going to go to prison for the rest of their lives. How do you think you're going to get that $10,000? I, I think this is a wonderful idea that we can, we're allowing people to sue based on. You know why the criminal use a gun? Because they ain't got no money, dummy. If they had money, they wouldn't be using the gun to kill people. I'd love to see public hangings, but due to the president signing the now lynching law, Public hangings would be hate crimes, and then we would have to throw the, the jailers in jail for doing that. So public executions, yes. Public hangings, we cannot do anymore due to the new hate crime law that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris just signed into legislation. It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so very much. I appreciate that, Kamala. Cameltoe. God, what a terrible fucking vice president we have. Now, our final story of the first segment, we got to go back to the great, well, the the one that took all the pressure off the state of Texas when it comes to abortions. We got to go up north one state. Last week during an interview on Tucker Carlson, Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt, Stitt, I like the guy, I like Kevin Stitt, even though he's from Oklahoma, said that the state of Oklahoma, including law enforcement, lost its ability to police and prosecute certain people based on whether or not they have what he called an Indian card. Now, I believe he's talking about casinos, not 7-Elevens here. (laughs) Jen, I laughed all day at that. That made my day. Stitt was commenting on McGurk versus Oklahoma with Supreme Court Rule 5-4 that a large portion of eastern Oklahoma remains the Creek Nation and that Congress hasn't taken official action to de-establish or diminish the reservation. This all started when McGurk, a child rapist, showed his Indian card and got his conviction overturned. You know, you, you know what I like about this is this guy does not care. 
He throws around that word Indian card like it's nothing. Hell, this guy, I'd like to see this guy in a cabinet position. Ultimately, the McGirt decision means that Native Americans who commit crimes on the reservation, most of eastern Oklahoma, including uh, parts of Tulsa, dump, can no longer be prosecuted. Wow. Commit a crime on the reservation? Go home. No jail for you. The McGirt decision was a historic decision for the American Indian treaty rights, tribal sovereignty, and celebrated as a major win for tribal governments and their inherent rights to govern themselves. Why are you not trying him then? I mean, I mean, if you've got if you've got a tribal leader and a, a tribal and this guy rapes kids, I mean, if it's like a stolen car or something, you want to you know let that go on the reservation. Well, I think that's bad, but he rapes kids. Governor Stitt is a member of the Cherokee Nation and has been an opponent of the ruling, stating that everyone in Oklahoma should be treated equally under the law. This ruling created two sets of rules for Oklahomans based on their race. All you got to do is show your Indian card. Wow. Seven Eleven or Casino. <laughs> Death by firing squad, okay, all right. Have you noticed that everyone who's freaking out about women's rights and the right to choose with Trump's in, Trump in office? New York passed the most craziest pro-abortion bill, uh, abortion after the baby was born. And the Biden term, some of the craziest anti-abortion laws have been pushed through. Anybody see or notice a weird trend? Alicia, that's so awesome that you picked up on that. Women have lost their rights in this country under Joe Biden. These states that passed these laws, why didn't they do it when Trump was in office? Because Trump told them not to? I, I, I don't know. I, I literally do not know. I have no clue. But it, that is amazing to, to pick up on that. That bill in New York where you could abort a fetus after it was born during the Trump administration. It, it, it truly, like... I love the fact that were the Democrats so bad at, at, at pointing out how they were going to cheat, and yes, I said it, in the 2020 election, that they started all the 1984 talk, all the idiocracy talk, to warn us what it was actually going to be like when Joe got in office. Because I tell you this right now, I don't remember America looking like the movie Idiocracy from 2016 to 2020. But man, oh man, from 2020 till right now, 2022, you've got tent cities going up in major metropolises all over this country of homeless people. They still have camps in in Portland. Are they still rioting every night in Portland? I mean, I gave up after, what, two straight years of it?
Uh, oh, I'm glad you appreciated the comment. Got my son in trouble a time or two. Apparently, some don't relate to it. Oh, I think it's fantastic. Here, I thought I was teaching him a polite way to say red dot or tomahawk. Oh, you can say dots or feathers. I know they made lynching outlawed, but people who rape children are kind of asking to be lynched. Oh, you're absolutely right. And don't get me started on the trans and sport women's sports topic. No, don't 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 get any of us. We're we're all just that's one of those topics now. We just look at and just go, come on. Wait, can't we use some common sense? See, the thing with the let, let me let me touch on the 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 trans women sports. I'm going to be interested to see what this what 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 Lee uh, Lee Thomas what Lee Thomas does when the swimming career is over. Because she's not going to make the Olympic team. The Olympics are not going to take her. And if they do, then then the Olympics are done. Um, I can't wait until she comes back and, and is a man again. And I'm telling you, she's going to do that. Just the same as those two track guys up in Connecticut who got scholarships. When they come out, and they've gone back to their natural selves. Everybody's going to lie and say, well, they're just being true to themselves. All the people that got duped. All you people that are getting duped right now and you're, you're standing up for these trans athletes when you, when you do get duped, let me just tell you, don't come here. Don't come here because I ain't going to have it. I ain't having none of it. Can you believe that, that they did this? Yeah, I, I told you they were going to do it. It's so not fair. Shut up. Just shut up. Can the Ash family just secede? <laughs> we know America's on its way down. The Olympics allowed a trans on the women's heavy lifting and lost. She didn't even qualify for the medal round. That was fantastic. That was so funny. All right, phone number 775-357-FANS, uh, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixler as well. Uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy coming up in about 15 minutes. I worked the rigs from 3 to midnight on the Corpus Christi Bay. I'd get off and drink till daylight Sleep the morning away I'd plan to take my wages Leave the rigs behind for good But that life, it is contagious And it gets down in your blood I lived in Corpus with my brother we're always on the run We were bad for one another But we were good at having fun We got stoned along the seawall We got drunk and rolled a car We knew the girls at every dance hall Had a tab at every bar If I could live my life all Stay sober on the Corpus Christi Bay. 
My brother had a wife and family You know he gave them a good home But his wife thought we were crazy And one day we found her gone We threw her clothes into the car trunk Her photographs, her rosary We went to the pier and got drunk Threw it all into the sea If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay brother lives in Houston He married for the second time He got a good job with the union And it's keeping him in line He came to Corpus just this weekend It was good to see him here He said he finally gave up drinking Then he ordered me a beer If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober On the Corpus Christi Bay If I could live my life all over It wouldn't matter anyway Cause I never could stay sober
Our story starts in Texas Where he's tempered by the heat This skinny Alvin boy believes His fastball can't be beat So he brings it and he brings it And it passes every test They're talking he's a wild man Might be the fastest in the West Well, he's drafted by New York He's gonna pitch up there in shade With those amazing Mets, he'll help him take it all the way He gets a World Series ring He stays modest, he don't boast Now he's off to California Where he'll make history on the coast Nolan Ryan, he's a hero to us all Nolan Ryan, he stands straight and he stands tall He don't mess around, boys He just throws a mean fastball Tom Morgan is the angel Gets known in second gear Then he pitches for no-hitters In about as many years He's working for Gene Autry They're calling him the Ryan Express he throws one ball a hundred 
Now he's the fastest in the West But after eight years on the left coast He says he wants to come home So he signs on with the Astros He'll bring magic to the dome As he throws his fifth no-hitter They're talking about he might be the best In Texas people know that He's the fastest in the West Nolan Ryan He's a hero to us all Nolan Ryan He stands straight and he stands tall He don't mess around boys He just throws a mean fastball Now he's a Texas Ranger But he don't tote no gun He'll mow you down with a heater You smell leather here at home He throws his six no-hitter The Oakland A's just met Big Tex Now they're gonna judge all the rest, boys Against the fastest in the West Now let's count up some numbers He's 43 years of age He got 5,200 strikeouts Six no-hitters to date There's 57 shutouts Right up against 300 wins And on the very first ballot The Hall of Fame's gotta take him in Nolan Ryan He's a hero to us all Nolan Ryan He stands straight and he stands tall He don't mess around, boys. He just throws a mean fastball. Nolan Ryan, he's a hero to us all. Nolan Ryan, he stands straight and he stands tall. He don't mess around, boys. He just throws a mean fastball. This is the R.A.N.E. State Show, also known as Kick! Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. All right, Joe Murphy is coming up here in just a couple minutes. Uh, Tiger just teed off. Go, Tiger. Fantastic. The leader, oh, Faith and Begara. Top of the morning to you. Patrick Harrington leading the Masters, don't you know? He's one under through nine. watching uh at the masters on the golf channel this morning i said the hell with network news i gotta watch masters coverage uh they're saying it's really uh it's it's really uh humid it's it's muggy well i mean that's georgia for you but it's it's like they've got this weather that's in there and the greens are soft i don't know what these people are doing y'all better be y'all better be throwing some darts man come on today's the day to score because the, the weather's coming in this week and the greens are going to harden up. It's going to be crazy. Go out there and score today, idiots. Man. I should be a sports coach. Like, I, I, I see in the, all the ins and outs of all sports, except basketball. And, and Joe and I are going to talk a little little hoop here in a second. Let me let me give him a call and see if I can call him yet. <clears throat> 
Hello. Joe Murphy, are, are you able to talk yet? Yeah, yes, I am. I am actually being uh, driven home. I was uh, doing some security detail. Okay, okay. I'm about, I'm about a block from home. A very nice co-worker gave me a ride, and so we're just about to uh, pull over. Okay. And I will be getting out of my home, and we have lots to talk about today. I think Tiger teed off a little less than an hour ago. Tiger teed off like a minute ago. They they've oh, been really? they've they've been in a weather delay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just now being able to get home and see that. Mm-hmm. How are you, Joe? You doing good, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Joe, I want to say thank me. you for your post that you put up last night. Uh, thanks to Brady Kid. Thanks to everybody who had really nice things to say about my 25th birthday uh, yesterday. Joe, I appreciate what you wrote last night as well. Well, well, thank you. You know, I I. I Thank you so much. I had to say thank you so much to the person who gave me a ride. Sure. Um, uh, I was the, yeah, no, I, you know, uh, it was heartfelt because, uh, you know, they, there's a saying in uh, a 12 step groups, you know, you keep what you have by giving it away. Yep. And, and, uh, you know, you, yeah, you, you've, you've always been there for me. You've told me you'll, you'll always answer the phone and, uh, and uh, so it's it's a real comforting thing, and it it helps me uh, in my struggles. You know, I'm not ashamed to admit I have I struggle here and there yep. with some things, and and uh, and it's nice to have people that uh, that you know you can count on. Because, well, I appreciate that, Joe. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Because, I, I appreciate it, buddy. That's yeah. Nice. No, and I, and I appreciate it. Uh, I, 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 that's fantastic. 25 years, huh? Yeah. I mean, I, I it, it's my silver anniversary, yet I didn't get any silver yesterday. I need to go get me a silver 25 coin. I got. I went out to eat last night, and the food did not agree with me, so I was going to go to a meeting last night get my 25th coin. I didn't go. I'll probably go either today or tomorrow, depending on Masters coverage. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, – I tell you, you, you know, the one thing, Joe, that uh, that I will share with everybody and you, I have my struggles. There are days that I have that I go, you know what? It could all end today. I, I've had that bad of a day. I've had bad days, but I know that it's not going to get any better if I drink. So that's usually what keeps me from drinking. And uh, having good, strong people around me like you, like Braddy Kid, like the entire ass family, keeps me on the straight and narrow for the most part. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's true what they say. You know, you can you can have 18 degrees, Ph.D., medical, psychiatrist, whatever. Nobody, nobody can help another person that in recovery, like like someone that's also in recovery. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Enough you know. recovery talk. Let's have some fun now. Sorry. All right. All right. Uh, today is the I, uh, how great is today? I mean, you think about it, Joe. How great is today? We, today is opening day and. And we got Tiger, I Tiger, mean, the master. I don't. Uh, yeah, the Masters. Yes. I, I, I was so happy when I found out he was playing, when he oh. said he was playing. So. Dude, I so, cannot yeah. wait. I cannot wait until coverage starts here for me in another four hours, I guess, three and a half hours. Tiger will be probably ending his round. He'll probably be somewhere on, like, number 10 or 11. I might get him to see him play on Golden Bell number 12, which is my favorite hole in all of golf. I'm very excited about it, Joe. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah, yeah I, I can. You know, and, and I love that. I love watching the – you know, where they, you got the different uh, holes you can yeah. watch. Oh, yeah. And, and, and uh, different groups and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it's one of those things that I, you know, watch 
all day as much as I can. Oh, this is a religious event. This is a religious event for me. The Masters weekend, it's this, this is Mecca. And, and, you know, what really stinks is that the weather, hopefully the weather clears up because it's nothing like a beautiful day in Augusta. Oh, man, there is nothing like a beautiful day in Augusta. I tell you, I, 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 I will, I, I watched Jack uh, and uh, what's it, Gary Player and Tom Watson hit the ceremonial first tee shots today, and it was fantastic. So I, I'm just ready. I, I'm just so ready for the Masters. Patrick Harrington's leading. He's at one under through nine right now. They said today's the day for scoring, but nobody's scoring. Everybody's at one under. So is it rain? Uh, I don't know if it's ra- it, it rained yesterday and this morning, and then it stopped. And now, so the greens are wet, so they're soft. So they're going to be conducive. They're going to be a lot slower than they usually are. But, man, yeah, oh, man, that, I yeah, tell you it's, what. It's good times. You know, you sit around like, oh, some people don't understand. And uh, for the ladies, and because I will not discriminate, but I can't, tend to be more ladies that they just don't understand how you can sit there and watch golf. And I, I tell them. You know, I then I've met that they have played, and once they played, they went, "Wow!" Yeah. Wow. You know, yeah. You know, four football fields, okay? Four football fields. This tiny ball, you got to get in that tiny hole, four football fields away, and you get four strokes to do it. Yep. You know, tell me that's not some hard crap. Oh, oh <laughs> look, I, I was a de- degenerate golfer for a long, long time, and I mean, I got down to where I was like a, about a four handicap. And the one thing that you realize that really, really fucking kicks you in the nuts as a big guy is I could hit the ball quite quite a ways. I, I, I could hit it over 300 yards. That 300-yard drive didn't matter if I missed a two-foot putt. <laughs> a two-foot fucking show. putt. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Yeah. I would fucking – I would pray for gimmies. I was like, it's come a, on. It, it, it's humbling. It's so humbling. But the thing about it is, you know, especially when you finish a round, say you're on 18 – you know, you get it like a nine and you're so pissed off that you're like, I don't, I want to, I don't want to go home. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm way better than this. This is totally ridiculous. Uh, you know, or, or on age, or you get a par, you par, you're like, bro, I'm on the tour. I'm joining yeah, the oh, tour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've hit tee shots before. I mean, like my longest drive ever is up at a, oh, it's, t- I, I don't know what it's called now. It's up in Truckee. Uh, I hit it, but I knew exactly where to hit it because it has a big downhill thing. I hit it 395 and kept it in the fairway. And I had a 20-yard pitch shot, and I did make birdie. So I, I was very happy with that. But, uh, but yeah, golf is one of those games that you watch it, and you, it's kind of boring to watch. But once you start playing it, then you start to understand it, and you can watch it. And when you watch yeah. this tournament, because this tournament, and I don't say this word very often, this tournament is so pretty to watch when the azaleas are blooming and everything is out and it's so yeah. green. Yeah. yeah just, I mean, you know, oh. it's just a magical thing. It's just, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, you, you, you say you go to the, the British open or as they say, the open, the you open. Know, you're on one of those courses. It, it looks Brown. The wind is howling. You know, uh, it's like you're out there playing in a cow pasture, but yeah. then you go to Augusta and Augusta is just like the, the perfect. Yeah. It's just heaven. For golfers, it, I mean, it, it really uh, is. I mean, uh, like if I could have, I, I remember there was a, there was a time when I was working in radio and we were a big time radio show, when CBS was kind of courting us a little bit, and I told my agent at the time, I said, if CBS signs us and we get and we're number one in one of these big markets they were talking about at the time, and it all blew up, 
uh, I said instead of and I and I was totally serious about this. I said instead of a bonus check, I want to play Monday at Augusta. That's my bonus. If we get to be number one, I want to play Monday at Augusta. And he was going to ride it in, but everything blew up. So yeah, it never oh, happened. That, that's horrible. That would that would have been so sweet. Yeah that that would be that would be a dream. If you could, if I could pick one course to play. Uh, well, it would be the windmill hole at the miniature <laughs> golf here. <laughs> After that, because I, you know, my putting is, you know, it needs work, but, but uh, that would be a gusty, yeah, because it's, it's uh, and, and the way those guys play, you know, the, the, you know, the most people understand, my brother, my brother played with Scott McCarron once, mm-hmm. and, and he played Scott McCarron, my brother's out there hacking, he didn't have golf shoes. You know, and McCarron's playing, you know, he's a pro. But Paul, he couldn't wait, my brother Paul, to get to 18. He finally get 18, and McCarron's like, again, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's, he, he's whipping out 36 holes. Like, yeah. that's just, that. you know, that's a, a quick uh, day on the course for him. So, you know, it's, just, it's amazing how much so, these guys, the work they put in. So let's talk about it. A lot of people don't realize that Augusta is one of the hilliest courses that they play on tour every year. TV doesn't do it justice for all the undulations and all the, the changes in, in, uh, in alta or in levels and things like that. Now with rain yeah. making it muddier, how much more will that affect Tiger and his leg? Yeah, yeah that's, you know, that's the thing. you got to, you know, people, you have to walk the course, you know, and you have to wear pants. That's what I think. Yeah. You, know, you have to wear pants and you have to walk the course. I believe once they, for some reason, somebody got a cart once. I can't remember who that was, but yeah, that's his back. I know his back says it's better, but the leg, boy, you know, the, you're, you're talking like the mushy ground. Yeah. Ground being I, soft. Well, I mean, the mushy ground and the fact that, you know, he's going to be walking this and his, he doesn't know if he can, the, the tournament that he played in with his son, he got to ride in a golf cart. He's not getting to ride in a golf cart here, and this is Augusta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I hope, you know, it's a, to me, it's, I, I feel like, you know, walking on the beach. You know, as you walk on the beach, it's like it's, it's harder to walk. It's, you know, it's oh, a struggle. Definitely. So I think of, I think of that. I'm taking out the garbage right now, too. I got yelled at. Anyway, okay. uh, so, uh, so I, I, you know, I, I hope it's not. But I, I hope it doesn't hurt his leg. I hope, hope he's, you know, feels, you know, like he says, you know, I wouldn't if I if I don't feel I can win, I wouldn't be playing. Uh, so, but I, I know it's going to help his game. I, I mean, you know, but it helps. I do you think it helps everybody's game? Oh, I, 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 I think I think everybody's like, wow, holy shit, this guy's playing. I think I think next year it's even more serious. Like I called it when I said he's going to win in twenty twenty three. Um, does he have a shot at winning? Yes. And what I meant by that before, what I said was, you know, I love it when the ball will stick, not, not hit and roll. Yeah. You know, I, I like, I like to be able and so I, but I think a lot of golfers like that. Uh, yeah, I think he has a shot to win. I really believe that when Tiger says, you know, uh, if I'm playing, I, I have a, I have a chance to win. If mm-hmm. I don't think if he thought he didn't have a chance to win, I don't think he'd be playing. So, uh, you know, I think he's that that dedicated. I mean, uh, I'll give you three I, I love picks. Watching, I'm, go ahead. I'll give you three picks for winning for winning uh, the Masters. Okay. I'll Let give you see. three people to think about here. 
Uh, you know what? I'll give you two and Tiger because I'm going to take Tiger in mind too. Like, uh, I got it, of course. Yeah, I mean, you have, if you don't take Tiger Woods, you, you, you're a racist, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You can fuzzy zeller. Uh-huh. Go to hell. Oh, no. Oh, no. Fred. Fred's taking a shit. Oh, no. Come on, Fred. Fred's too over par. Damn it to hell. Is that Freddie? You like Freddie Couples? Oh, I love Freddie. Freddie Fred, uh, Freddy's the golf swing that I'll have in heaven. I'll have that in heaven because that he, it's the perfect golf swing. Really? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, it's now, so beautiful. Who's your, who's your most hated uh, golfer on the tour? Boy, most hated golfer. Man, this is... I hate Rory. I hate fucking Sergio. I, I, I don't hate Sergio as much as I used to. Um... Not a big fan of VJ. Uh, I I think the person I hate the most though right now is between Brooks Kapka because this motherfucker has no fucking. I, I, I hate robots on the golf course. I hate them. I want to see some yeah. emotion. I want to hear yeah. a goddamn it when he hits a bad shot. I want to see yeah. a club snapped. That's what I want to see. I just want to see. We love. John Daly, where are you, buddy? Yeah, oh, I, exactly. I love Daly. Daly's fantastic. <laughs> Daly's the only goal. I mean, that guy, you talk about having a bad day on the course or a bad shot. No, that guy's going through withdrawals on, <laughs> on, on, on the eighth hole. He's got the shakes and he's sweating and he's smoking a cigarette on the eighth hole. So, yeah, that was that was some good stuff. Uh, Kepka, I can't stand. Yeah. Uh, Bubba Watson, he's a hothead. I can't stand him. Bubba, um, when he cried so bad after he won the first yeah. one, I lost all. I was like, "Come on, dude, yeah, just on, sack it up a little bit, dude." And does it, and does anybody like Phil? Phil Mickelson? Does anybody like him? Well, I, he, I don't care. He's not playing. Phil's not playing. You, oh, that's right. That's right. After all that stuff. Well, yeah, that's I, just in general, though. I don't like the guy, but no, but. Yeah, I I, 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 I've always kind of liked Rory. I don't know. Maybe he's come off better. He's always been polite. Uh, you're, so out, I think I, you're out. Just said can't stand Rory. He always looks like he just smelled a whiff of shit. <laughs> he does kind of always look like he has a a nose full of shit. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. Uh, what about Dustin Johnson? Love he's Dustin kinda, Johnson. Lo- I, lo- love I love yeah. I love Paulina Gretzky. That's why I like Dustin Johnson. Because if Dustin Johnson wins, that means we get to see Paulina Gretzky. I did not know they were dating. Oh, they're married. Wow. They're married and they have kids. Yeah, that that bitch. Oh yeah, I know. Said, I know. She said call <laughs> me back. What the hell? Yeah, I knew it was a fake number when I got it. it ridiculous. <laughs> uh, by the way, breaking news, Nancy Pelosi has COVID. I appreciate it. Alicia sent me the story. Somebody just put it up. Douglas put it up here. And by the way, she attended an event with Joe Biden last night. Uh-oh. All eyes on Joe now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because, you know, that man is in supreme health. There's no chance he's going to get infected. Go on. That- <laughs> He, he should have been at the Stanford Invitational Track Meet. That guy is incredible. How did Nancy get it? She's got so much scotch in her system; it can fight the COVID. Yeah, I, I mean, she, I, yeah, that's. I mean, she, but she, she's also. I mean, I don't know who's who's doing better right now, her or Keith Richards. I mean, in no terms shit. of health, because I mean, they both look the same. They must They're be looking, related. They have to be. Over. Huh? They have to be related somehow. Yeah, those, those genetics to fight off booze that way. Good lord, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. 
All right. So my my two picks with Tiger, I'm going, I'm going Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth. Got to go with Longhorn. Got to go with Longhorn. Okay, because now, 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 is am I correct in saying that Spieth is the Longhorn? Yes. Yes, that, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I like Jordan Spieth, um, but I'm, I'll pick two others since you went with the. I'll go with Tiger, of course. Okay. And then I'm going to go with Justin Thomas. Oh, nice pick. Nice pick. Very, okay. very boring golfer, but good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a kid, I'm going to take a long shot just for the heck of it because I like the kid. I, I, I'd like to see him uh, win one is uh, that Oklahoma State boy. Ricky Fowler, big Ricky Fowler. I know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Is he in? Is he in the tournament? Oh. Let me let me check the leaderboard because I don't know if he qualified for it. Well, yeah, that is a long shot if you're not in the tournament. Yeah, I'll I'm... tell you. I, I mean, <laughs> man, so, oh man. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like he's in it. He's not in the tournament. Okay, so I'll go Justin Thomas, and uh, I would have said DJ, but you took him. So I will go with. Boy, I will go with Louis Ustenhusen. Oh, that's a good pick. I like old Louis. Louis Louis plays Augusta well. Yeah, that's a, that's a very educated guess right there, my friend. Well, it's what I do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> kind of what I do. I have a show. I love it. <laughs> no, that was that. That's a good pick. I like that. That that Ustenhusen. He's even right now. I think he's playing with Tiger. I think too. It, yeah, that's right. I yeah, think it's Woods, Ustausen, and Matsuyama. That's a good group. Yeah. Now he, now he, he, he pulled out of last week's journey. Yeah. He was hurt. I, I actually had a, a bet on him. You oh, can, son you, of can a bitch. you can, you can bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It cost me about five bucks. That rotten son of a bitch. Oh, uh, you can, you can bet player matchups for each round, oh, like the nice. versus whatever you know, just for that round. And uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's kind of fun. Makes it makes it a lot, lot of fun to watch. Warbird uh, War yeah. put Bryson D. Dushemboa. Oh, I can't God. stand Shambo. That guy's horrible. That guy right. swings who, out of his shoes every fucking time. <laughs> and who it was? It was it Kepka? They got all the heat because he didn't kiss, kiss his girlfriend. When his girlfriend tried to kiss him. It might, it might yeah. have been him. Yeah. Oh, and then then you have to watch out for the the person that. The, okay, Tiger just parred uh, hole number two. Got the leaderboard up in front of me, the old-fashioned leaderboard. Um, the one guy that we haven't talked about is the guy who wears the tightest pants on tour, and that's John Ram. John Ram, John Ram could win every single golf tournament if he would allow his nuts to breathe. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I get scared every time he he bends over to mark his ball. You Dear know, God. Uh, yeah. Dear God, if he fucking goes down in catcher position, the button on his pants could be like a fucking bullet if it pops off. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you look cool. Back in the day, they made fun of the way they dressed, you know, with the, with the shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you can you can see the cool dress. Like, Tyler's one of the, you know, he looks good. Looks, you know, stylish out there. But you know, some of these guys, yeah, like you say, uh, you know, I think they're shopping in the little boys section or yeah, something. Yeah, look, 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 look here. Just because you wear a shirt that's four sizes too small for you, don't mean you're jacked. Yeah, I know. Warbird, I mean, yeah. Warbird, I'm talking to you. You got to yeah. stop buying them damn schmediums. 
you know, just because I have, just because I buy my clothes from Omar the tent maker, you know. Yes, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I don't care that all my shirts come from a flag store. <laughs> I'm I'm lucky if there's a roll or two not hanging out. I get happy about that, you know. Yeah, man. If nothing's hanging out, I'm doing good. Uh, all right, we've covered the Masters. How about let's let's talk some baseball, shall we? I mean, I mean, okay. baseball opening day is today. Yep. Uh, not yep. for me. I, I mean, my opening day is tomorrow because we're playing a fucking Canadian team and they can't do anything right. Goddamn Canucks. I swear to God. Yeah, I, um, I know. What do you think about this year's season? Is I mean, is, are, are there any standouts? Do you have any, like, standouts to uh, of the season that you think is going to run well, away? Yeah, you know, I think the White Sox are going to have a good year. Okay. I, I, I can't stand the Dodgers. I, I, I can't stand them. I, I hope they go 0 and 162. Mm-hmm. Um, we but know that they're won't you know that won't happen. They're 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 you know projected to win maybe a hundred games again. So uh, so, but I hate them. So the Dodgers are always you just gotta you always gotta be fearful and look out. The Dodgers are always gonna be there. Um, the White Sox, and then uh, I don't like the, they they say that the Blue Jays are supposed to be good, but I you know, like like you said I I don't you know Canada you know we'll take your syrup and and your and 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 for the beer. For yeah. those people who like to drink, but uh, but I, you can't. I can't pull for any Canadian teams. No, so I like. I, the, I think the White Sox have a good year. I know the Dodgers will end up having a good year. Um, I sure hope that the Astros do something. I know you're not a big Astro fan. I hope they um, rot in hell. I hope those yeah. cheaters rot in hell. That's what the that's what the Astros can do. Yeah, I. Well, I was always trying to steal signs. <laughs> you're <laughs> but, still trying to. I'm still trying to. I know, I, it's it's horrible. But but I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm nobody. Well, nobody cheats. You know, we all love Donald Trump, but I guess he's <laughs> one of the biggest. They say that just real quick. They say Donald Trump to get off the the record for a minute. They say Donald Trump at his courses, he has a golf cart that is made to go like. 15 miles an hour faster than the other one. So he gets to his ball and he's able to, you know, nudge it away here, put, pick it up, throw it. Hey, it's his golf spot. course. It's yeah, his golf course. Yeah. He can do what he does. If I owned a golf course, you don't think, hell, I'd be a scratch golfer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, he's got all kinds of tricks. There's a documentary on him I watched once. And, you know, I, who knows if it's true or not, but they, they, they talk about all these different ways that he's, 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 he's won all tournaments, but then the tournament, the only people in the tournament was him and Melania, you know, he's got, he's got a trophy for winning the tournament, you know, that something such at one of his courses, you know, or, or he comes in and says, Oh, who, oh yeah, no judge John Smith won it. He shot a 73. No, I shot a 72. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess wow. you want it then, Mr. Trump. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. But uh, my Padres, you know, I. I Padres could I be. Look, look, that last year I heard all this talk about the Padres with Fernando Tatis Jr. and all this kind of stuff. And I watched them, and they were the Padres. Why, why yeah. am I supposed to be excited about the Padres? I. I the, that's the only team that I've ever, you know, we talk about these bandwagon fans, you know, that just, when you're a little kid, you're allowed to say, oh, I love the Patriots or oh, I love, because they won the Super Bowl or, or, or whatever, you know, you're, you're a little kid, you're allowed. That's Not how at I my house. My Not at my house, I wasn't. Hey, man, I was a fucking Ranger fan. My dad said, you stay a Ranger fan. 
Yeah, that was a different environment when I grew up. They didn't have a thing I had to kind of pick and became a sports fan at a very young age. And I picked, and I was a, a Laker fan, a Steeler fan, and a Cincinnati Reds fan. And my mom had actually let me stay home from school because of us three kids. I was the, my, you know, my brother was like pulling, it was like pulling teeth to get him out of bed and get him to school, you know, whereas I popped him. So she'd let me stay home and I'd watch, remember the playoffs were on free TV in the middle of the day. Oh God. Yeah. The Reds fan. But when I became the groundskeeper for the single A Padres in Reno, I was the groundskeeper and, uh, had Mitch Williams actually lived in my house. Uh, that's when I switched to a Padres fan. Cause I, wow. I, uh, grew up, yeah. And, wow. I you know, cannot imagine a household of Joe Murphy and Mitch Williams. Oh yeah. Yeah. One we he'd sleep on the bed. I'd sleep on the floor next night. He'd sleep on cheapest son of a bitch, pompous, cheap bastard. And, uh, you know, but the biggest thing I took, the, the thing I took away from my years of being a groundskeeper mm-hmm. in professional baseball was, you know, you go in the locker room, you get in the locker room sometimes and Benito Santiago, Great catcher. Well, his they, his his junk. We saw him in this. His junk looked like a baby's arm holding a peach. <laughs> okay, I mean it was. It's that's. It's still still. I just can't. I still can't unsee it. It's just. It's like. So I don't know why I brought that up, but no, uh, I, I don't yeah. either, Joe. I mean, we're, yeah, we're, we're talking just... about baseball season. You're talking about Benito Santiago's <laughs> dong. Well, because I have issues. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I have you on the show, Joe, is for your issues. <laughs> oh, um, boy. Uh, all right. So, my beloved Rangers spent a shit ton of money this year. By the way, Warbird wrote, I keep getting bigger and my shirt stays the same size. <laughs> um, my beloved Rangers have spent a ton of money this year. Will it do the trick? I don't know. I hope it's nice that they fucking finally spent some money. I, I I don't even know what to think about baseball season with, you know, a, a shortened spring training and now this and all this kind of stuff. Like I'm, I'm going to root for my Rangers. I just know that I want to go to the Phillies game so I can yell obscenities at Bryce Harper. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you're one of those obnoxious fans that are screaming obscenities. Only, only well, oh, Joe, you don't know my story, do you? You no, don't know, I don't. Oh, the the night. It was Good Friday. Uh, when it, it was so it was obviously in April, and it was the last Ranger game that I got to go to with all my friends before we moved to Reno, and it was the Rangers versus the A's. Now I was a freshman in college, maybe a sophomore in college at this time, whatever. So of course I was hammered drunk because it was a day game because everybody got Friday off. It was Good Friday. So we go out there, right? And we're out there for batting practice. Remember, you could go to batting practice a long time ago yeah. in major leagues. So we're yeah. out there, and Jose Canseco is out in the outfield. Now, mind you, I'm hammered drunk at this time. And uh, my buddy Tommy, my best friend, is with me. And he looks at Jose, and he goes, hey, Jose, how's your wife? And I go, and my kids. <laughs> Jose turned around. He said, who said something about my wife? Well, Tommy, being more sober than I, elbows me, and he goes, hey, man, he's talking to you. And I looked at Jose Canseco, and now, granted, I'm in the stands. He's on the field, so I'm in safe spot to talk shit. And uh, he goes, he goes, who said something about my wife? I said, I did. He goes, I eat fat boys like you for breakfast. I go, I, go, I hope you're pretty fucking hungry. 
<laughs> so we get this back and forth going, right? And relief pitcher Mark Parent was there. And he was standing out in the outfield, and I was making him laugh. Like, I was fucking shutting Canseco down. And uh, Mark Parent handed him a baseball. He handed it to him. I said, go ahead and throw it. I've seen that shit arm of yours, and that's why your manager didn't take you to the All-Star game like Will Smith last year or Will Clark last year. Well, he gets up and he walks away, right? And the, the usher comes and talks to me, and she's like, please, please, sir, sit down. And so, like, this was my going away trip. And that night, we're sitting out in right field, and he was playing left field. And we got a chant started going, Jose sucks. And there was, like, 20 of us. And we had the whole crowd yelling, Jose sucks, because he dropped a fly ball. So, later in the game, he drops, he boots another one, and left field starts the chant. And that's when he was married to, uh, oh, God damn it, I can't think of it. Uh, she had some weird name, like Elsie or something. So the left field crowd would yell, Jose, Josie. That was her name, Josie. They would say, Jose sucks. And we would go, but Josie swallows. Oh, it was, it was a magical night. Magical, <laughs> magical night. Magical night, yeah. Oh, magical one of my all-time night. favorites. You know, and the, the, the one thing you take away is what I've discovered is, boy, I grew up, you know, thinking, you know, you 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 got a buzz on. You had you had a you had drinks when you went to a ball game, and or even at home watching on TV. But you know, when you are sober watching ball games, they're so much more enjoyable mm-hmm. because you remember them. Oh too. yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, there were some Nebraska football games that were spectacular, and I probably couldn't tell you <laughs> one thing except for the male cheerleader that hit me over the head with the damn cone. Wow, and then took you back to his place. He dragged you by the hair. <laughs> no, the caveman no, yeah, that that didn't happen. It, yeah, it was it was bad. It was an Oklahoma loss. And it was oh, that's was never good. Bad. That's yeah. never good. Uh, yeah. All right, so we got baseball kind of out of the way. I found a story yesterday, and I wanted to get your take on this. LeBron James is pretty much pulled out for the rest of the season with the Lakers. Yeah. Um. And he's the one who wanted Michael Westbrook, and and it's been nothing but a shit show. Lakers aren't even going to get to the play-in playoff game. They aren't going to make the playoffs this year. The Lakers aren't. Right. How bad does this hurt LeBron's legacy? You know, I, I you know, it, he, it's gonna. I think it'll. I don't think it's gonna do a whole lot of damage. I mean, there's a lot of superstars that had, you know, that, that, you know, couldn't just carry the team, you know, whereas LeBron has been able to carry every team he's on, you know, just, oh, I mean, stop got, that. You stop what? that Joe Murphy. You don't think LeBron carried. A, oh, the come Cavaliers? on. No, right, no he's had right. super teams built around him. When he carried the Cavaliers, they lost in the first time they were in the finals. Then he took his talents to South beach and they lost. The first time, even though he had three superstars on the team, I I can't see him. Yeah, I, I mean, come yeah, on, you, yeah, you, you know can't what? say that you, he was you, there to carry the Lakers. They have no, a- he wasn't there to carry the Lakers. That's what I'm saying. I bet you're right. You know, more like you said, you're more informed when you talk about like you say the you know the the Heat mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, he did have this. He did have some big names around him. The Lakers, he does. Uh, I guess I was just thinking, you know, when he came into the league, Cleveland was nothing, and boom, after a few years, he finally gets Cleveland uh, a championship. But then, like you say, after that, he was surrounded by big players. But uh, this, you know, you get—I guess you get one season 
to to people people forget in this country real fast, you know, uh, and people forgive in this country uh, actually pretty fast. So it, it's gonna it's gonna hurt him, but I just I don't think it's who's the greatest player to play I've ever played in the NBA. It's between Jordan and Bill Russell. Between Jordan and Bill Russell. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, no, like I mean, that. I mean like, like if, if I have to argue championships, then it's Bill Russell. Bill Russell has 11 championships. Bill Russell's the greatest player to ever play the game. In my lifetime, though, I would have to say it's Jordan, but I'm not afraid to say Russell. I don't think Wilt Chamberlain is in that category as, as Bill Russell was because he didn't win. Right. See, that, that's the thing that, that people have to understand is that America, especially with our sports, we're a, a society that loves winners. Yep. And, yep. And, and that's why it took a while to warm up to Kobe because he didn't win at first. And then finally they did. And, and this is why everybody has always loved Shaq because Shaq wins. You know, and, and, and they love guys. Yeah. There's only one guy out there that I think that, that people – love in the NBA, but they love him for him, and that's Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley is about the biggest loser to, to, to be in that uh-huh. 75, and I say loser because he's never won a championship. Yeah, yeah, and, but, but one, of the, you know, one of the nicest, I've met the guy before. Oh, sure. Like even, watching him, even watching him on TV, one of the nicest guys, and boy, the guy doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, hold, his, hold his, his tongue. He, no. he, says what he, he says what's on his mind, and sometimes they look at him like, wow, you know, but he's one of the few guys that he'll tell it like it is. I don't know? know why a TV executive has not gotten those four guys to just sit around and talk about the world. Because yeah. Ernie Johnson, uh, Kenny Smith, Charles Barkley, and Shaq has got to be the most entertaining pregame show of anybody. Oh, yeah. Anybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'll put them up against the Fox pregame show for football all day long. I'll put them up against college game day. There is nothing more entertaining than when Shaq and, and Chuck start going at it. I have I've watched their videos crying, laughing so hard at those two idiots. Yeah, they, yeah, they, that would be classic. That'd be a great show, like you said. Just those 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 guys just talking to each other, you know, because they are so funny. They they're, they're they're so funny. And and when you talk about uh, winning, just wanting to win, guys, it was like Bird, Magic, uh, uh, Shaq. You know, they, 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 they their teammates knew. Listen, bro your stats, whatever you No, we want to win. We're going to win games. That's what we're here for. Not here to show off your alley-oop, super-duper, slam-a-jam-a-dunk, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. You know, we're here to win games, yeah. you know, and that's what they wanted to win games, you know, and they they got pissed when they didn't. You know, some of these guys, they just, you know, especially in the NBA, just – you know they did. They just they they want they look good and they want to score. They want stats. And as far as being a great player, one of the greatest, you got to do it all. I want yeah. I want double digits in all three categories. Oh, absolutely. Not, you know, which is extremely hard to do. But I would have to say I would put I think Magic's up there in the top. Oh, absolutely. Oh, look, look. If I if I were to do my lifetime, uh, my lifetime top five greatest basketball players: Michael Jordan, number one; Magic Johnson, number two; Larry Bird, number three. Um, I can, I can put Shaq in the top five, and I can probably put George Gervin in the top five. That would be yeah, that would I, be my top five, and my five yeah. would beat anybody. Who and what about the kid uh, from uh, 
played for the Spurs. I'm always at the tip of my tongue. Uh, 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 Tim, Tim, uh, Tim, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. He was a, he was he was a great player too. He was, he was just smooth. He was just so smooth. And and nobody mentions him because he was so quiet. All he did was win. Yeah, and yeah. He did his job. All they did was win. That's your job is to win. I think I don't know if this this hurts LeBron's. I, I don't know how much of a real legacy LeBron has. LeBron LeBron's legacy is like when somebody gives himself a nickname. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I yeah, mean, you look I, at you look at the greats. You look at the Jordans of the world. You look at the Gretzkys of the world. They paved the way for their own legacy. And it seems like LeBron is trying to get people to help him pave his way. Yeah, he gets, and he needs, you know, he needs to stop commenting on everything. You know, nobody cares. Uh, you know, he, he, he really rubs me the wrong way more and more Yeah. every time he opens his mouth and talks about something other than basketball, you know, even when he talks about basketball, he rubs me, but when he starts talking about everything else, you know, it just, it's, it just, it, it really irks me because, I, uh, I just want to look I, at him I, sometimes when he's talking about real world shit and go, dude, you're barely a high school graduate. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And you got, and you got shoveled millions of dollars, you know, uh, before you even got out of high school, uh, you know, because of God-given talent, you know, you, you, you got it all. You're set up, buddy. Your grandkids' grandkids are set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, all because of that, you know. So, and, and like you had to work, but I mean, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure he's worked a lot, but, mm-hmm. but uh, I, his legacy, yeah, I, boy, that's, you know, because, uh, you know, Magic has a legacy. You know, Bird has yeah. a legacy that, like you say, that they they just they they forged on the court, you yeah. know, and just made it happen. But LeBron, it's like he's yeah, it's like he's 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 trying to be he's trying to be Hollywood, build his legacy. Well, yeah, you know, he's like trying that. to do everything. Like he has TV shows, he's in movies. Not saying Jordan wasn't in movies, but number one was to win a championship. That was number one. I mean, I mean, if he didn't think that he could do Space Jam and then win a championship the next year, Michael Jordan wouldn't have done Space Jam. The end. Because he's driven that way. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete was a, 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 an amazing shooter. I just don't think he had a, a long enough uh, term. I think it was yeah. it'd gone way too soon. I'm great player. Don't get me wrong, LSU guy, but uh, it, it, it's tough. I mean, there's so many good players that played in the NBA, and we always sit around talking about LeBron instead of guys like John Stockton, who was a great player. You yeah, know? yeah. I, even guys like Rodman. Rodman yeah. Oh God. Defense, oh, you know? Dennis Rodman's the greatest rebounder to ever play the game. I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say it. Yeah. No. He 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 was. He he. he yeah. He was. I mean, he he was a, a dimension. He was a. He added a dynamic to an NBA team that you don't see anymore a lot. You don't see. Uh, uh, you don't see these guys fighting for rebounds, and you know they take shots, and they're already heading back the other yeah. side of the court. You know, yeah, it, me, it, it, I, it's, I, it's like the stolen base in baseball. Yeah, Think about it. Yeah, Nobody I, steals bases in baseball anymore. The baseball yeah. is all about the home run. Yeah. You yeah. hardly play any move, the move everybody around. You don't play the game anymore. You don't hit behind runners. It's just like in basketball. You throw the ball up, you run to the other end of the court and go, oh, well, maybe next time. Yeah. Yeah. They need to. 
rewatch that Brad Pitt Oakland A's movie. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's talk strategic about baseball, a little small ball, as they call it. You know, like you say, yeah. move the runner over, move the runner over, uh, uh, you know, bunting, stealing. Yeah. Stuff like that. You know, that's the true baseball fan. We love to see that kind of stuff. That's the game. But, that's how you play the game. Yeah. I mean, if you have a runner at second base and you hit and, and, and you're a right handed hitter and you hit the ball to the third baseman, I'm cutting you. If I got a leadoff guy at second base and you ain't at least hitting the ball to the second baseman, you're off my fucking team. We got to move that runner. See ya. That's it. That's it. Now, speaking of now, now I'm going to ask you a tough question here because today is one of my favorite days, not being Augusta, but we can put Augusta announcers in there because Augusta has one of the greatest. Hello, friends. Jim Nance. Okay. I want you to think about this. You can only hear one guy. You, you, I'll, I'll give you a color guy. I, I did not say colored guy. I said color. No, I, I, I got you, uh, George, uh, George <laughs> Jefferson. Okay, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> you have the play-by-play guy, which is usually the, the, the non-athlete. And then if you could only have two guys do every sport for you for the rest of your life, who would those two guys be? Man, that is so tough. But you know, Jim Nance, right on. He's all. That's funny you mentioned him because he's always been a favorite of mine. Love he's it. just, he's just Love good. It. He, just good at whatever he does. And then the other guy, you know, boy, I, I've always been an Al Michaels fan. You, you know, can't have Al Michaels though. You can't have well, Al Michaels. You've I know. Already, you've already got your your. You've already got your announcer. Now you need the color Jim, commentary. I mean, Boy, I know uh, that's what makes it so hard. And, and yeah, I mean, that you're is think about one. this, it's going to kill you when I tell you who my broadcaster is. Because you're going to okay. think, wait a second, that guy's a color guy. No, he's not. Okay, so I got Jim Nance as my as my. You can my have anybody you want. You can have you can check you can trade him for Al Michaels. Okay, okay, you know who I'm going to go with. Mm. Oh, I can't use this guy. He's an announcer, Harry Carey. Yep, <laughs> Harry is my announcer. <laughs> Yeah, Harry is my number. Saying uh, Battleborn just put up Howard Cosell and Harry can't have Howard. Howard was a play-by-play yeah. guy. So yeah, so that's tough. So so you know what? I'd have to rethink it because I, I, if I he's just hilarious, uh, so hilarious, man. He doesn't even know he's being hilarious. Harry Carey. There's a guy from. <laughs> hey, hey! <laughs> check out the kid in center field. Holy cow! <laughs> There's a ball, count as two balls and a strike. So at Lobster Joe's last night, have on the Victoria salad, and you know, and, you, and he's talking about, you know, he's telling you what he had for a menu, and then all of a sudden he'll say, you know, uh, 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 Dawkins is hit by Dawkins hit by a pitch. Both benches clear. So, anyways, <laughs> yeah, I had the hot sauce. All right, his, his, his stories, his stories. Put the game in like fourth place because Harry would tell his story. So, Steve, check this out. Last night I'm at the Rumble Room and Salsalita's giving me the business. You know what I mean? Two and out of Dunstan. Uh, and, and she starts to she starts to jiggle her stuff at me, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm a married guy, unassisted triple play. I'll continue the story. Go get a Budweiser." I mean, that that was Harry. 
That was yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a drive way back, not by the second base. Yeah, he had no depth perception. It could yeah. be. It might be. Sandberg's got it at the bag. Yeah. So we got to go with Harry for the for the doubts, yeah. and then I can have anybody for the color for the. Yeah, the color I mean, coming. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, because Steve Stone well, will never be picked by me. I hated Steve Stone. Steve Stone was the worst person they could have gave Harry Carey. Yeah, I didn't like Steve Stone either. I, I hate that, you know, we were forced to watch all the Braves games mm-hmm. on TV. Oh. Couldn't stand watching watching him or Dale Murphy. Um, let's see. Hey, easy uh, on Dale so, Murphy, pal. Dale Murphy's okay. an American hero. He's a good hero. kid. Dale he's Murphy is kid. an American hero. <laughs> he is. Blonde he, hair, blue-eyed outfielder for the Braves. Jesus, that read you know Mein Kampf much? I, I, I can't. Excuse me. <laughs> Jesus. Man, but, fucking Hitler was like, God damn, they got him. Yeah, the the the, the genetic, the genetic, uh, uh, Hitler's genetic perfection, Dale Murphy. <laughs> Dale Murphy. <laughs> Dale Murphy, yeah. Some, some Mormon kid, too. I'm sure he's big on, sure he's big on Mormons, or Hitler was, too, I'm sure. <laughs> Mormon, where did Hitler go for his mission when he was in the LDS church? I don't, oh my there. God, we're gonna fucking get yelled at for this. Oh, and I don't care. Please know the opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, you know, I, I try to think of of, of a good uh, of a. Of a guy that's really good. You know who's gotten really good? Because I'm having trouble. Is, is Troy Aikman's gotten pretty good. Yeah, I like Troy a lot. He'll be with, you know, Joe Buck on Monday Night Football now. Scott yeah. has, oh, okay, here we go. Scott has Marv Albert and Charles Barkley. Yes. Yeah, I, I take Barkley. I take Barkley and Harvey. How great, would a, how, yeah. how great would a booth be with Charles Barkley and Harry Carey? Oh man! I, 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 mean, I couldn't I, watch the game. I, I, I couldn't I tune watch in every game. I'd be dying. I would literally have a heart attack during the the the, the games with it. my fate. One of my favorite Harry moments, though, and I tell this story all the time. But it was right when he had uh, he had a stroke or something, and uh, he wasn't he wasn't broadcasting. And they finally brought him back, and he was just doing home games. And it was his first road game, and they were in San Diego at Old Jack Murphy Stadium, and. Uh, you remember those things that you could get at Spencer's? It was like a Budweiser pouring into a, a glass, but it was like a statue. And you could tell it was fake. Yeah. So Harry comes on screen, and he's about a foot behind it with his hand barely anywhere near. And he goes, oh, you caught me. He goes, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm not drinking right now. I just died <laughs> laughing. He was the king. Hey, he, he actually yeah, he said this when he goes, hey, Steve. You know, if you change this kid's name around, Felix Jose, to Jose Felix, you really won't change much. <laughs> I loved him. He was so and, good. And then, and then just, I mean, just, just saying a name like Jose Vizcaino, yeah, you know, was was would make you laugh because he massacred names. Oh, he oh oh when 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 Isringhausen first started with the Mets, Harry was still there. And watching Harry try to pronounce Jason Isringhausen's name, that was like an Olympic event for Harry. 
and then uh, just and then who who was the uh, who was the uh, the uh, the the color or the color guy with him? Oh, Steve Stone. The, Yes, yes, Steve Stone, of course, when 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 he'd have to say Isringhausen, Steve Stone would have a towel, you have to towel off, you know, because of the because of the shower he got. The Harry yeah. Carey courtesy oh, yeah. shower. Yeah, Harry yeah. Harry Carey was a mastiff. He had a mastiff mouth where he just slobbered all over everybody. Oh man, God love Harry Carey. Uh all right, so we got baseball season. Um uh, underway. We we have talked about the Masters. We talked about basketball. Um, what we haven't talked about is Deshaun Watson yet. I want to end today with Deshaun Watson and whatever you have to talk about. Uh, but Deshaun Watson is going to be playing with the Browns, and he still has to answer for all this. How dumb are the Browns? Joe? Joe, you there? Did I lose Joe? I'll hang up. <clears throat> Let me see. Let me try to call him back. That's weird. That's so weird that that happened. Now it's ringing or it's calling. There we go. Hello. You there? Hold on a sec. I'm there. I don't know what happened. Yeah, that did, it just went dead. Yeah, I think I think Harry Carey was our technical guy. Yeah. Right there. Uh, I I don't know how much he had, but my question was, how dumb are the Browns to be taking Deshaun Watson on? Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, that. I mean, Deshaun. You might as well add Lawrence Phillips to the lineup. I mean, uh, rest in peace, Lawrence Phillips. No disrespect. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just, I just, I just don't. If he, even if he was a Dale Murphy off the field, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I, I wouldn't invest in him. But you know, with all the baggage he's got, I mean, you know, I mean, look at the, he, you know, he's he's like ten Johnny Manziel's. He really, I mean, I mean, you think about it, he's got 23, 23 different civil cases that he still has to answer for. If you had to pick right now, you had to pick a quarterback and you had to pick between Deshaun Watson and Colin Kaepernick. Man, oh man, I might just let my punter fucking be quarterback. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because look, look, Ka Kaepernick's not going to. I think Kaepernick is going to sign with the team, unfortunately. Yeah. I think he's going to sign with the team just for a spectacle. And then he'll probably be cut sometime during the training camp. Deshaun Watson, I, I don't even know. The Browns gave up their entire future for Deshaun Watson. They gave up three first-round draft picks for him in a row. I, yeah, you know, like I said, i never been a big fan of Deshaun Watson's. Don't think he's – I don't think he's – I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. Um, yeah, but, and, but, you know, to just to give up everything – for him, I mean, uh, you know, when when Ditka gave up everything for for your boy out of Texas, Ricky, uh, yeah, yeah, for Ricky, that was even not as I don't think it was, didn't wasn't as bad of a move as the Browns. They've just unloaded for some guy who, hell, he, uh, you know, game two he might be in the you know in uh, Pelican Bay. <laughs> I mean, shit, right? I mean, I mean, at least with Ricky. 
You just had to worry about him not passing a pot test. I mean, and and even then, he still he produced for the Saints. They were just a bad team. The Browns were a team that was on the up. As much as I hated Baker Mayfield, I think he was still the right guy for that job. He, he, yeah. he had the grittiness for the city. Give him one more year before you cut him loose. I mean, and here I am trying to say something nice about fucking Baker Mayfield, but yeah. compared yeah, to but this he, gargling bastard, I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, I just, I you know, I, I, I don't see how you do that. I see. You said, you know, they are all civil cases. You know, I don't, I don't know how much if he has any criminal stuff hanging over him. All the criminal um, stuff was dropped, but still, it, 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 it's a character issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, a, and, and and by the way, if he's a wide receiver, okay, he's the quarterback. He's the face of the team. Yeah, yeah. He's he he he's gonna be uh he's gonna be in the huddle. You know, it's and. and, and and call a play, and he'll start rambling out legal babble or something, you know, because he's got see when he's not when he's not reading the playbook, he's reading uh, civil complaints, yeah. you know, like you Jesus, know, back, Jesus in the huddle, he might start fondling other players allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Okay. Yeah, and then hopefully the hopefully he'll get the uh, Jeffrey Epstein cell if he does ever go. To, <laughs> you know. Oh, that poor misunderstood man. Yes, I know, and his poor friend, that young lady, just oh, you know, he was Galeen. he was he wasn't very good with the girls, so no. she helped him get some a girl to yeah. date. That's all. That's all it was. Nothing. Yeah, big. they just they, they couldn't ID him because they didn't have a driver's license because they were too young. But yeah, I mean, that just. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, uh, uh, Joe, I'm going to let you go, but thank you so much, my friend. Great job as always, and we will chat with you next week. Go Tiger. Yeah, go Tiger. I'm gonna love. I, I'm gonna go see how he's doing right now. And I appreciate it. It was great when we started the show. I was in a car being driven here, uh, and then you know when I got here, I had to take out the garbage, and we still pulled it off. And I appreciate you always putting up with me. And uh, I always have a ton of fun. And thanks a lot, Arnie. All right, bud. Hey, Joe. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week, pal. You too, bud. All right, bud. See ya. There you go, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, right there. Kaepernick is an entitled race-baiting piece of shit. Yes, I agree with that. I would take any backup quarterback over Kaepernick. Shit, I would take a high school quarterback before him. Oh, my phone connected to the truck. Okay, all right. Uh, All right, we'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Let's go. 
You can have sport by sport by sport. In my opinion, the best rivalry in baseball, I th- and I think baseball is genius for doing an opening day. Oh, Adam J., my friend. Yankees, Red Sox. Now, I'm not trying to take away from Dodgers, Giants at all. I think that's probably the best one in the National League. But the one best one in baseball that we all care about, Red Sox, Yankees. I hate both teams. Equally, so it doesn't matter to me, but I'd be excited to watch that on opening day. That'd be pretty cool opening day right there. Uh, best college rivalry, right? it's Texas, Oklahoma, or it's Alabama, Auburn. One of the two. One of the two. You, you can't go wrong with either one. You can say Army, Navy, okay, that one's good, but but the, the two big ones, Iron Bowl, Red River Shootout, that's it. You can't deny it. NFL, I don't think there are rivalries in the NFL anymore. I mean, I hate the Eagles. <laughs> I did something last night. Let me just say this right now. I did something last night that I hardly ever do, and that's really like just be a, a, a shit-talking fucking cowboy fan. Some, I guess the Eagles are going back to their Kelly Green jerseys next year, and some gal on TikTok had this video up. I said, it won't matter. You're still losing to the Cowboys twice a year. I never do that. I just laughed about it. Ogre says, as a Giants fan since age seven, I can tell you the rivalry with the Dodgers is nowhere close to the Red Sox-Yankees. Mm, in college, you need to mention Ohio State-Michigan. Very tr- that, I think that's like the, the holy trinity right there. That's a good call. Thank you, Ogre. I knew I was missing one. It's like a holy trinity for college sports. Nobody understands hate as much as those three groups. Because Army and Navy, they don't really hate one another. They hate one another for about three hours out of the year. And then they're brothers in arms again. Okay, these three rivalries, you're never brothers in arms. Auburn hates Alabama. Alabama hates Auburn. Same with Michigan and Ohio State. Hate. And I'm going to... We'll let you in on a little, little, little behind-the-scenes thing here. When, uh, when, when I do a video and you see all my hats behind me, and I, I'll take a picture of all my T-shirts and all my polo shirts. I don't wear red. I don't have any red hats. I, I think I have one red hat, one reddish hat. Not all the way red. Oh, I have one all the way red hat. That's it. I won't wear red. No. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Won't go there. 
but that's the best rivalries, and and that's a, and and to 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 finish my point there, I love that Major League Baseball decided to start the Yankees and Red Sox off on the season. I think smart move, great move there. Rob Manafred doesn't do a lot of smart things. That was a very very smart thing. Um, I was going to go in a whole different direction than this, but I, I have to read this story because I may have found it. I may, I may have found the, the, the golden arc of when we started to really, really regress as a society. There's a story that's written today about uh, an etiquette debate on what do you say to someone back from an absence, and they're using Tiger Woods coming back to Augusta, as what do you say to somebody who's been gone for a while? And this is all being written by somebody who it teaches some sort of business etiquette, you know, bullshit. Let's go back to that. You know, back when this country was thriving and all that kind of stuff, back, I don't know, in the 50s and 60s, not, not before I say thriving and everybody wants to throw the fucking race relations at me, I'm talking financially first. Think about it, though. The 50s, that's when America took off. And what were our businessmen doing? They were having cocktails at lunch. They were fucking pension gals on the ass, all that kind of stuff. Now, we look back on that today and go, how dare thee? How dare that happen? It's what made us us, okay? Maybe you don't like it. But I got to say, if I ever have to get sent to a business etiquette class, you can kiss my fucking gnarly ass nuts for that. These are the things that you should avoid asking. Where were you? What happened? Is everything okay? I, shouldn't we already know that those are things that you probably... And if you ask Tiger Woods that this week at Augusta, you're an idiot. And never ask for medical... <laughs> really? Never ask for medical details? I, I really need that in an etiquette class. Never joke with the person about their injury. Well, let me just say, um, no, disagree. I'll tell you why the Yankees-Red Sox is the biggest rivalry. Other rivalries don't compel small Boston pub waitresses to attack Yankee fans and threaten the waitress with a lawsuit. <laughs> Hashtag cheers. Yeah, that's very true. Um, well, if they're a really good friend, you can call them a faggot, tell them he looks like shit, and let's play some golf, asshole. If you don't like him, you just say welcome back. Exactly. See, here's the thing. My brother Tom lost his leg due to cancer. They cut it off over the knee. I called him the next day. If you know anything about me, you know I don't call family members. I called Tom at least once a week my whole life. And uh, we had a conversation the day after he got his leg cut off. I said, man, you must be so excited. And he goes, what? I said, you ain't got to worry about a Halloween costume for the rest of your life. He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, you're obviously going to be a fucking pirate, right? You got the fucking peg leg now. And he laughed so hard at that. Now, I would imagine, of course, you don't say that to somebody that you don't know. 
Like if it's Jim in accounting and you've never met him. Well, hey, Jim, you can be a pirate now, peg leg. Etiquette classes. What to say when people have been gone? Shut up. How about this? How about we stop being a bunch of just fucking hide-in-the-fucking-shade pussies? I need to take an etiquette class. Arnie, you should take an etiquette class, too. Yeah, your, your vulgarity is repulsive. That was pretty good there. I got some big syllable words out there. I don't know about y'all, but if my coworker comes back at me missing an arm, some of the first words out of my mouth would be, do you need a hand with anything? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, come on. If your coworker marries a lady and only has one leg, you have to call her Eileen at least once. My coworker got half his foot amputated. Now we call him Stumpy. That's awesome. Tell them you didn't even notice. It avoids any uncomfortable moments and doesn't affect their self-esteem worth at all. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow, you lost your leg. Oh, I, I never noticed you before. <laughs> it reminds me of the, okay, so I, 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 don't, I haven't told this one in a while. Uh, my first week on the air, ever, ever, back when I was Arnie the intern. I just knew I couldn't curse or use any kind of slurs. That's all I knew. And I was Arnie the intern on the um, the Robin Pat show on K Hit 104.5. And my job was to come up with a joke of the day. That was the only on air time I had. I had to tell the joke of the day. I was like, okay. All right, and, and they're like, they have to be really clean. I said, okay, no problem. Really, really clean. No problem. It was, it was a Wednesday. It was my third day on the air. Third day. My other jobs consisted of putting away commercials in where commercials went then. This is way back before computers. And I had to put CDs back in the wall, back in their alphabetical place. So uh, it's time for Arnie's joke of the day. Arnie the intern's joke of the day. Now, we're on a country station, and I was told clean joke for country station. So, okay, all right, no problem. The joke starts off, so a guy and his wife have a baby, and the baby's born with no ears. The, the look I got from the co-host, Pat, was, was pure joy, like laughing hysterically. Because he knew something I didn't know. See, on a country radio station, you cannot tell a deformed baby joke. Now, I did not know that. When I see his reaction, because the other person is just looking down at the board. 
of course, as a showman, I am going to go with that. So, the baby's born and is born without ears. Guy calls his friend and says, hey, you want to see the new baby? Friend says, yeah, sure. He, but the, the dad says, hey, be careful what you say. The, the missus is still a little, uh, she's still un- unnerved. He's like, oh, okay. Now, at this point, the co-host is crying. He's laughing so hard because he knows I am breaking every rule, but I'm not even anywhere near the FCC yet. Phone lines are lighting up. I'm thinking, holy shit, I have hit a home run today. The punchline. Guy shows up over at the house, looks at the baby, looks at the mother, says to the mother, hey, how are the baby's eyes? And she says, the baby's eyes are fine, why? And the guy says, well, he'll never be able to wear glasses. Pat, the co-host, on the ground laughing. Dying. It's not even that good of a joke. I mean, it's a funny joke, but it's not that good of a joke. Crying even. We go right to commercials. The other guy walks out of the studio, comes back in after commercials, says, hey, we're going we're gonna to meet after the show. I said, okay. He goes, no, no, we'll do it now. Looks at me and he's like, what the fuck were you thinking telling a deformed baby joke? And I said, I, I, did, I didn't mean to. I, 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 I thought it was clean. Now, I don't know why I didn't get fired. I, I guess the, the station manager received a couple calls about the deformed baby joke that I told. You can't tell it on that on a country station. This and and once again, this is back in 1991, two 1992. Yeah, it's 1992. And uh, yeah, back then it was country radio was a lot more conservative. I mean, super conservative. And uh, yes, I got yelled at. I, I was yelled at by uh, my boss. And then the general manager had a few things to say to where I would now have to go. I would have to tell the jokes ahead of time to make sure they were okay. Which I did. And, well, 30 years later, I'm still telling dirty jokes behind a microphone. (laughs) Yeah, no deformity jokes on a country station. Y'all tell them jokes about colored folks. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I got in so much trouble. But I look back on that, and it's one of the funniest things. It's just I would say something like that. I mean, if it was a friend of mine and I know I could get away with it, I because they know me. I mean, don't invite me over then. <laughs> yes, but the, the ever so popular – Etiquette classes. How about this? How about some moms in San Francisco are saying, we're taking back the streets. You sons of bitches, we're going to take back our streets. By the way, no, you're not. A group of moms erect billboards calling for San Francisco to crack down on the open-air drug markets. The Mothers Against Drug Deaths 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't use M-A-D-D. That's already registered. The Mothers Against Drug Deaths, or I guess MAD, spent $25,000 on a billboard that reads, famous for the... Famous for the world over for our brains, beauty, and now dirt-cheap fentanyl. Well, look at that. They're advertising it. At least now you don't have to go by FCC regulations. Tell all your dirty jokes. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why I love this format so much. Uh, The new billboard was erected in Union Square. The message refers to the opiate that has flooded the city's open-air drug markets, leading to staggering uptick in overdose overdose deaths. The goal is to call on city officials to crack down. It's funny that they use the word crack down. (laughs) The co-founder's son is a fentanyl addict living on the streets of San Francisco. How do you become an addict of fentanyl? Like, it doesn't kill you the first two times you use it, so now you're like, oh, okay. A thousand more times powerful than morphine, and you can become an addict to it? Good Lord. I'd hate to see you during a surgery. No such thing as bad publicity. I mean... You know, some drug dealers are going to be driving. Oh, wow, they're known for their dirt cheap fentanyl. Well, let's stay here for a while. I don't know why. Like, it, it amazes me to see how San Francisco has gone downhill so much, so quickly. And it's like the tech capital of the world and still has the, the – the really, really expensive real estate? How in the fuck are you going to tell me that you're going to spend $2 million on a studio apartment, but you got to go through Fentanyl Avenue? No thanks, man. Drugs are bad, okay? Okay. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. San Francisco, drug, dr- drugs are real bad. I won't go to San Francisco now, and it's sad because I used to love going there. I don't blame you. I, I know a lot of people like that. A lot of people used to love going to the city. I don't know why they've let this happen. Like, when I first moved to the West Coast, moved to Reno, if you will, um, went to San Francisco a few times. It's not my favorite city, and, and yes, I hold a lot of a lot of resentment towards that city because of the Niners. I I, I don't lie. It, it, it's a fun place to be sometimes, but it, it's not my favorite city. It's dirty. You know, uh, downtown Dallas a lot cleaner. Ain't nothing doing downtown Dallas. I mean, they ain't got any fucking ATM machines in downtown Dallas. But I, I always respected the fact that San Francisco was so diverse, so artsy and crafty. You, you, you know, you, you know what I mean? And now it's just become so fucking just ghetto-y. It, 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 it's a pit. 
I mean, it's gross. Further government drives San Francisco into the shitter, the more San Francisco asks for more government intervention. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, that, that's a city I'll probably say I'll never go to again. I'll probably never go to San Francisco again. And, and by the way, I'm okay with it. I am quite okay with that. So let's see if these moms get any, any, any jobs done, these, these Karens. We're going to put up a billboard, and we're going to say we're mothers against drug deaths. Uh, Madge, Madge, we, we, we have to use a different one. They, they already have mothers against drunk driving. Madge. Uh, I'll be damned. We're going to take this. Our, our dead children are no more or less important than them. Uh, same here. I used to love going in the summer. The valley would be 110 degrees. San Francisco is 80 with a cool breeze and awesome food. Oh, yeah, and no shit on the sidewalks, right? Uh, that city is gross. Makes me sad. Not the place I went to junior college back in the day. It sure isn't. It's fucking that. Like, I mean, I mean, when Neiman Marcus gets fucking run in robbed, I don't need to be there. There are only a few non-shit sports in San Francisco anymore, at least when I visited. Fisherman's Wharf and Pier 39, they're okay. Oracle Park was decent enough. Rest of the city, yikes. It's literally gone to shit. I remember when Golden Gate Park was such a beautiful place to visit, and now it's hell. I remember playing golf at, at the Presidio, and it was really fucking cool to be at the Presidio. I wouldn't go there now. Mm-mm. I was wondering, was is it, is it Lincoln Park or is it Golden Gate Park where they have the, the nine-hole golf course? I always wanted to play that one, but not now. Not now. How about this? Oh, God damn. Charmaine Brunel is 21 years old, and she's five foot one. Her husband... What are they fucking Mormon? She's five one in in, in twenty one, and she's fucking married already. Her husband Graham is six three. When she was nineteen, the L.A. based couple welcomed their son Amari. That's a terrible name. Who was in the ninety ninth percentile for height? The baby was twenty two inches long. And it broke her tailbone. She's 5'1", and she gave birth to a 22-inch kid? Good gravy, Davy. That kid was probably keeping his feet warm on inside her womb and her ass cheeks. Woof. I think our height difference is so cute. Shut up. Not a big height difference. Well, there's a huge height difference even when she's wearing heels. You got too much makeup on, honey, and you got too many filters going there. That kid's a fucking moose. He's already as tall as she is at two. Good gravy. All of Hollywood is a shithole. Amen to that. 
a little further south, but I made it to Hollywood Walk of Fame for the first time last week. What a shithole. Yeah, I mean, that place has gone downhill, too. Wow. That kid was born, and boom, already a pain in the ass. <laughs> He's two years old, and he wears clothes for a five-year-old. Yeah, so does his mom. So does Warbird. Hey, Warbird, this kid's got one of your shirts on. Oh, I'm about to lose my shit on this day, uh, on the last story. I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. How about uh, an Iowa survivalist? Ooh, a prepper. Oh, you, you know you're in for fun times when you when you get preppers. Wow, my kid was 21 inches, 8.3 pounds. I couldn't imagine her being any bigger. She cracked two of my ribs just trying to fit in me. Wow. See, that's how I know I'm short. <laughs> Add an inch and a half makes all the difference. At five foot two and a half inches, I had my son 10 pounds, 22 inches. No broken tailbone. You know why? Because I'm normal height. <laughs> Iowa survivalist who faked his own death to avoid child pornography trial is arrested in Washington after six years on the run. Well, you look at this guy, and you, you can just look at him and go, yep, he's a prepper, and yep, he's a kid toucher. Oh, my God. Jacob Greer, 28 years old, the survivalist who had intentions to live off the land and hide in abandoned cabins. Yeah, they fetched his ass. The tag says, Made in Heaven, one of my shirts. <laughs> um, in April 2016, customs enforcement officers arrested Mr. Greer because he had child pornography. He was released on bond, and then he split. He lived with his grandma in Des Moines. How bad is that, man? When you're a grown man, you live with your grandma. Good Lord. They gave him one of those ankle monitors, and, well, that worked out great because he just cut that fucking thing off and was, poof, gone. Officials later found his vehicle with a suicide note in it, but never found his body. Authorities the same day issued a federal arrest warrant. They're like, yeah, this motherfucker didn't kill himself. And they found him. I mean, it took him a while. I'll, I'll give him. I'll, I'll. I'll give him credit. It took him six years, but they found him. Wow. I don't know how this happened. He was spotted wearing camouflage at Walmart in Montana. There he is. I see. Cops have those special glasses. They can see through the camo. He's thinking, where's good Johnny Brown Jackson when you need her? <laughs> now, that's funny. That's topical funny. You weren't supposed to chuckle. It takes a bit away from my normal statement. Oh, I, I'm so sorry that five foot two is normal height. Thank you. Yes, you're not short. You're normal. Quite. When you fake your own death, you got to do a little bit more than just leave a note. 
I don't know, maybe cut off an appendage. Maybe spray a little blood at the scene where the note is found. I can't take this anymore. I am killing myself. I can almost guarantee that that note had about that much thought in there. I can't take this damned world anymore. Enough. Five foot two, that's not normal. That's when you sing Ding Dong, which is dead, and other fun numbers. Oh. If only in Alaska he would have been fine. Amen. They ain't going to find his ass up there. All right, enough about the Iowa survivalists. Now we have to lose our minds on something. And leave it to be today that we have to lose our minds on this. (sighs) I hate the world that we live in so much. Let me preface this story by that. Frito-Lay, a company that I enjoy very, very much. I don't know if I can do it now. (laughs) Oh, an ogre piss off. (laughs) Um, They're committed $200,000 to Women's Sports Foundation and that the new Cracker Jill character seeks to celebrate women who break down barriers in sports. That's right, I have said it. They are now releasing a new treat called Cracker Jill. Not Cracker Jack anymore. Oh, oh my. Oh, I didn't know that we had video of this. Are you really ready to lose your mind? Here we go. No female had ever won a wrestling state championship in North Carolina until now. An 11-year-old girl is the first girl in the history of the Arlington Football Association to score a touchdown. Historic news in the sports world. The first female minor league manager in baseball history. Ready? Oh, boy. Cracker Jill. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jill. No one can stop you if you have the will to let you. Oh, no. For no. No. Oh, God. That was like an abortion for my ears. You cannot rewrite Take Me Out to the Ball Game. No, no, no. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jill. No one can stop you if you have the will, so let's root, root, root for the... Oh, I didn't even let it play anymore, where it said, let's root, root, root for the girls' team. No. Stop it. 
that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Here, let's try this shit one more time. Cracker Jills. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker chill. No one can stop you if you have the will. So let's root, root, root for a good stream. We're adding our face to the game. And we'll run, throw with never a doubt. It's a Shut up! That's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. No. No. Not on today. Not today. No. Today is opening day. Today is the best day of the year. It's the, the first of the Masters. We'll do it all together. Jesus jumped up Christ. Lyrics by Disney. Lyrics by Satan. You can't take. You want to throw cracker jewels in there? Yeah. I don't care if I ever get back. That's the thing. You got to rhyme something with that. That's almost as bad as the phrase rendition of the national anthem. I, I would say that is. It's it's equally as unpatriotic. Uh, I, I I'm 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 done. Frito Lay, adios, amigo. What's the prize at the bottom? Feminine hygiene products? Yeah, no shit. Free abortions. Holy lord! I'm so glad that this was the first time I heard that. I mean, honestly. Hold on, let's, uh, let's do hey, And we'll run, throw, with never a doubt. It's a new Yeah! Play ball. That is full-blown witchcraft! Yeah. It's witchcraft! Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what that is. Cracker Jills. Eat too many Cracker Jills, you'll get a fucking yeast infection. Oh, my God. 
Oh, I dare any little girl to sing that anywhere near me at a baseball game. I you you might you might see me in jail then. Yes, I, I accosted a young person because they were singing the wrong words to take me out to the ball game. Good God. No more foot long hot dogs. It's all gonna be tofu and rice cakes. Hey, hey, just because your leagues suck and nobody likes your leagues, I'll say it. All women's sports suck. I said it. I said I said it. Compared to men's, we don't go out of our way. Ain't nobody spending thousands and thousands of dollars to see the women's national championship game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the one that tells the truth. I mean, I mean, the last time the WNBA finals were on ESPN, were they charging like $6 million for 30-second ads? No, they weren't. ESPN called me and said, hey, do you want to advertise? I said, no. I have enough Subaru drivers that listen to the show. But come on. Hangtown Jen says, well, that's some shit. Like Pitbull couldn't fuck it up more. We know how Pitbull can fuck up a song. Oh, do we ever know how Pitbull can fuck up a song? Oh, where is he? Where Where are you? There you are. Disappear like banks. Yeah. Ocean to ocean, sea to sea. 619. That's salsa in the Congo. Three oh five. He's three oh five till he died. You want true equality? Have the NBA quit paying the WNBA bills. Let me let me just. I, I'm just going to tell you right now. I am not trying to put a war on women's sports. I know how important women's sports are. That's why I stand up and say these transgenders shouldn't be invading your sports because your sports are bad enough already. I mean, now you're going to have men fucking up. This is going to be like a man's league that's just terrible. Now, 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 Christopher, you're absolutely right. He says, I'm telling you, things are going to change. When Topless Cream Corn Wrestling Federation is up and running. Yeah, but we're going to have to do a better job than the AEW and WWE when it comes to getting wrestlers. You see, I I don't want, like, Nia Jax in my wrestling, my cream corn league. No, 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 no. No, I don't want Nia Jax in there. I don't want that Shayna Bosler girl in there, or Vlazer, whatever her damn name is. No, 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 no. This is so awful. God almighty. Cracker Jills. Instead of peanuts in there, they're going to have, like, I don't know, vaginas in there. Jelly beans, because peanuts are too rough on my teeth. And, you know, people have peanut allergies. I I don't know. Are they getting rid of, it doesn't say here if they're getting rid of Cracker Jacks. I mean, they got rid of the song. Good God. 
the humanity that we're we're allowing this to happen. We are allowing them to 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 hijack the Cracker Jack song. We're we're allowing them to hijack "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." I I say no. You want to call me misogynistic? It ain't gonna be the first time. Little itty bitty pink tacos. All sports should just be co-ed. Then it won't matter what gender you identify as. Sorry, ladies, y'all gonna have to step up your game. No, no, no. We're having the finest professional pole dancers. They they changed that. Christopher, Christopher. They're not pole dancers. They're professional cream corn wrestlers. We know it's one and the same, but see, that's the perks of owning the league. Is that we know it's the same. We just ain't going to share that with anybody. Uh, what happens when nobody buys Honky Jill snacks? Oh, it'll be just my my more of women can't make enough in the workplace and all that kind of bullshit. I mean, it's it's going to be crazy. There will be weight limits. Yeah. Oh, you damn right there will be. Don't ask. If any gal asks if she can take home any leftover cream corn, we don't want her. Yes, excuse me. Uh, I, I'm here for the cream corn wrestling. Uh, my name is uh, uh, Brenda uh, the Bemoaner. Yeah, I'm the Bemoaner. Uh, just wondering what y'all can do with that cream corn when, when, when y'all are done with it. I got, I got a, a, a six youngins at the house. Sorry, you, you, you don't get the job. Well, I, I didn't want the job. I just want the cream corn. <laughs> Cracker Jill, more like Cracker Skull with the wiffle ball bat. I remember when I did that bit on the air that one time about cracking skulls. God, I was, ha- I was laughing so much. I don't know if I laughed more at that or the strawberry banana smoothie. What if a man asks about the leftover? Oh, now that's a great question. Kale, if a man asks about the leftover cream corn, uh, uh, I'm going to have to ask everybody to start sending me all your country crock containers. Uh, big, small, whatever. If I can put like a ladle in like a country clock, I can sell that for, I don't know, $20, $30. I ain't going to go out and buy, like, Tupperware and shit. Y'all just send me your country grok shit, and I'll use that. Cracker Jill Biden. Oh, shut up, Jill. Nobody likes you anyway. Good old Jill. Oh, poor Jill. Uh, All right, that's going to do it for us today. I got to get to Bucky's. Yeah, that's right. I said it. I have got to get to Bucky's. Bucky's, yay! Bucky's! Master's coverage starts in less than two hours. So, ask family, uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Uh, I will be back same time, same channel tomorrow morning here at ArnieRadio.com. Until then, y'all have a fantastic day and adios, everybody. Amarillo by morning Up from San Antonio 
is outside waiting to arrest him.